David, you're um, you're told that uh, all the um, all the planes and whatnot are arriving on the third, so that's tomorrow, um, in New Jersey, and that all the pilots and mechanics are going to go out there and, and take care of uh, uh, inspecting those and um, making sure everything is, is present and whatnot, and then packing them down for travel and, and shipping them back to um, New York, and that's going to take a couple of days to, to do. Yeah, how are they arriving? Are they arriving? Are they being flown in, or are they being trained in? Or I think they're being flown in. Okay, so they will have a shakedown flight then. Yeah, you're you're gonna take, arriving. Yeah, you're gonna take uh, you're gonna do the the flight as well. Just okay, to, just to be sure. So yeah, so uh, if you put your attention to the roll twenty window, so today uh, the expedition's uh, uh, dog cages are arriving, um, and they're gonna be mounted in the ship uh, in the hold. Um, and so, uh, Jens, you're you're asked to, or Magnus, you're asked to uh, help with that because you're a part of the polar, uh, the polar guides. Mm -hmm. And um, then there are there's like a bunch of delicate uh, scientific instruments and, and glassware and that kind of stuff. And um, uh, Tom, you're you're kind of assigned to help uh, carry some of that stuff on board because it's not being trusted to the stevedores and and whatnot. So you and some of the other um, uh, science members are, are kind of tasked with bringing that stuff on board. Yeah. And then... Um, I'm sure I can find somebody to carry it lightly for. Yeah, <laughs> delegate. And actually, uh, David, uh, you're probably... Uh, you should probably leave for uh, Trenton, uh, New Jersey. It's about four hours by rail. So at some point during the day, um, uh, the the pilot and mechanics are, are probably going to leave and, and go out there. Um, so they're ready for the next day. Okay. And then we get to the fun part. Uh, so <laughs> remember last time when I said that there was uh, there was like a a very controversial part of the game. Well, this <laughs> is it. So we'll see how this fares. Okay, I'm ready to dance. <laughs> it's not as controversial as you might think it is. Uh, <laughs> so there are a number of uh, manifests that have to be gone through. What gone through? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll show you one of them now. So, all of the material that you're you're going to be carrying to the Antarctic has to be gone through and make sure that everything's there, everything is uh, you know in place as it's supposed to be and whatnot. And you get like a stack of, of these manifests and uh, kind of just have to figure out uh, if everything is there and whatnot. Right. Okay. So this is the first one. So this is food. Food and sundries. Yeah, so I don't know if it's easier to just kind of uh, read through it and uh, and I'll, I'll tell you. Okay, well, I guess the, impo the important stuff, is the stuff that'll spoil, right? Some of this, I guess, it's all canned and uh, oh, jars of sour cream. Eggs. One one tub of lard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be one hell of a party. Do you know what? Uh, do you know what pemmican is? No. Pemmican is. Uh, oh, hey, Lask. Yo. Welcome to the party. I know it's a brand of beef jerky, so I imagine it must be some kind of meat. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, hey, Lask, we're uh, we're just started like five minutes ago. Um, <laughs> 
So. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> well, that, that, that makes me feel a lot better. Well, we were waiting for you. <laughs> we were just waiting in silence. silence. <laughs> awkward, <laughs> awkward silence. So, uh, uh, so we're going through the manifests of the ship, all the material that has to be brought on board and whatnot. Oh, well, it sounds like I came just in time for the exciting part. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so pemmican is a mixture of um, uh, dried out powdered uh, meat and uh, uh, nuts and, uh, and various other things. And it's put together into blocks. And actually, you know what? Let me just quickly, because I actually have... So it's good for long-term uh, it's, it's super nutritious. Spoil. Um, and uh, it's often used on... Um, when you travel uh, a lot, so it's made by oh. made of men and dogs, or is it for men and dogs? <laughs> it's for <laughs> fit for it's dog. We're gonna be dog chow. Well, that depends. Well, we we should probably start with the stuff that's very easy to spoil or get damaged, so that if it needs to be replaced, there's enough time. Like the the eggs, the bacon, uh, yeah, the jars. Uh, canned stuff and and stuff like that is probably the last the last in line to check. Hamilton looks delicious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Ooh, a slice of that. <laughs> nice. Did you make this highly? No, no, I didn't. Uh, there's a, another guy who made uh, who made a guide for how to make fake pemmican. So this is actually styrofoam. Um, that's painted in a certain way. I've been thinking about making one just for fun, but probably it tastes about the same. Though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> There's a guy. Funny uh, to serve for dinner during your at your gaming session, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It could be a, it could be a lot of fun. Uh, it's kind of a shame we're not around a table because otherwise I probably would have would have made one. All right, so um, so part of this exercise is also just kind of showing you all the things that go on the trip, so you have an idea for for what's actually going to be there. Okay, so what do you what do you inspect, and or how do you just kind of talk you through like what do you do? Well, so so we, let's see, it says the number on the left, the description, where it's stored, what's reefer space? I imagine that's in the reefer refrigerator space. Yeah, it must exactly. be in like a refrigerated. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, let's start by checking the 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 eggs and the bacon. <laughs> Got to check that. <laughs> Yeah. Are we are we doing this? <laughs> Come on. Well, let's let's go to the reefer space and check everything that's in the reefer space first. All right. So yeah, you good. you check through it. Um, you don't find the the sour cream in there. Oh, God and that's six it. six one gallon jars of sour cream. Yeah. Okay. So okay, I guess who do we report uh, any missing? Sundries too, so they can start tracking it down. Well, you've just kind of been given a uh, uh, card blanche to blanche blanche to uh, take care of whatever uh, discrepancies there might be. Uh, okay. All right. Well, we'll put the word out that we're missing the sour cream. I mean, maybe it maybe it's somewhere else. So, Oscar, as I, as I said before, this is uh, what I what I meant when I said the controversial part of the game. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is when whenever anybody's played the game. This is like there. There are two ways for this to that kind of go through. Ah, probably three. Mm -hmm. One, people fucking hate it, 
or two, <laughs> people kind of love it because it, it, it plays into the detailed uh, orientation uh, kind of approach that this campaign has. Yeah, or, that's or kind of nice. he's really going to kick it's himself that nice he to... couldn't be here today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But no, it's kind of nice to know what we have at our disposal, considering we can't just run down to the corner Macy's and pick something up. Yeah, once you're there, this is what you have. So, uh, yeah. Oh, good preparation is the key to any success, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, since I have some mechanical aptitude, I'll check out some of the uh, the electrical equipment. All right. Um, the snow tractors, the generators. Just see if I can see anything amiss, if it looks like there's been any damage. All right. What, uh, what, are, what are these snow tractors? Are these like full-sized? Yeah, yeah, essentially. Tractors. I mean, uh, for hauling equipment across the ice and stuff, when you land on... Uh, on the ice to get it. Nice. If you, if you land on actual, uh, you know, ice, then you unload the equipment and you have to haul it to to land or, or somewhere where you can put up camp. Okay. David, just go through the items that you're uh, that you're gonna that you're gonna check. Okay. And read them out loud or something. Okay, I think I'm gonna. Well, I'm definitely gonna take an interest in the ice melting equipment because that's stuff that pertains to. I may need that for the for the airplane if the airplane gets iced up. So I definitely want to make sure that's working. So I want to go, make sure it's there and that it's operable. Mm -hmm. Uh You find it? It's it's it looks good. Okay. Well, I guess I'll check the rest. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> just go through it. Tell me what you what you're looking for. Uh, those tractors are they there? Yes, they're definitely there. They're important. Yeah, they're pretty big. Uh, hard to miss. 300 watt generators and a lot of gasoline. How's the gasoline stored? And is there really a lot, a lot? There's a lot of gasoline. So if you, if you look at the, um, the mm -hmm. side view of the... Uh, so that's avi actually aviation fuel. You know, I think the, the fuel for the generator is probably packed separately, but uh, all the aviation fuel is like the bottom part of the ship it's uh, a significant amount so that's that looks to be there the the generator uh, it looks okay. in order okay well I guess let's divide and conquer right let's um let's have a couple people go to the number three tween and check those items and then a couple more go to the number one tween and run we'll run down the list yeah uh, I, I volunteer for a third tween all right okay Who's in the first tween? Go through all uh, the kind of scene stuff, and uh, I'll go to the first because it's all. It looks like mechanical equipment, which I have some aptitude with. Great. What about you, uh, Lord Whimsy? Well, uh, <laughs> Lord Whimsy doesn't do this kind of stuff. I can tell you that. <laughs> all right. What are yeah. you doing? <laughs> Just drinking tea. I, I, I think I'm maybe uh, grand, you know, standing up, up on top with a good pipe and 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 uh, looking out over the river. I would think. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he's an expert at making it look like he's busy, but disappearing. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing that makes you look busy like standing with a pipe looking out over the ocean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how you do it? All right. So uh, whoever's in the first tween, uh, walk me through some of the items. Okay. Um, the, the snow tractors. There's two snow tractors. Yep, they're there. Okay. Uh, three 300 watt generators. Yep. On skids. On skids. Okay. Uh, one heavy crate with derrick bracing structure for drill. Yep. And one heavy crate with generator, motors, and the drill head. Yep. And one frame center with, with jointed drill pipe 
12 foot lengths. Yep. And one heavy crate with electrical ice melting equipment. Also present. And as you said, oh, this, uh, the, the drill stuff, that's the, uh, <clears throat> that's the uh, pay body drill from the first expedition. Um, that's the same, okay. the same setup. Okay. So that's a okay. critical piece of equipment because it's, it's required for their, their, uh, whatever their science, their science stuff. Exactly. That's what you <laughs> um, excavate, uh, with. Yeah. Uh, uh two created wind windmill generator, windmill generator. Oh. So, uh, you can't find that. Oh, that's kind well, of important, well, I think, because that's free energy. Da -na -na -na. <laughs> hmm. I wonder if someone's. I wonder if someone's skimming. I wonder if someone's skimming and selling expensive equipment off. Hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's. We'll make a note, and we definitely want to report that because that's a very expensive, important piece of equipment. Mayonnaise, we may be able to do without, but a windmill generator sounds pretty important. I guess while we're at it, we should uh, double check for stowaways in the boxes here and there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, you, you make a note of that. Uh, so No freeloaders. Okay. So, uh, um, Maunus and... and that's, uh, uh, that's everything in the number one tween. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maunus and uh, Pierre, uh, you're in uh, tween three? Yeah, I'm uh, checking out the kerosene um, stoves. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's present. Yeah, and then uh, chart boards, you know, we need to be able to uh, to write shit down. <laughs> yeah, it's for, uh, it's, it's for the, um, uh, there's going to be classes on board while you travel. Yeah. Okay. It's there. Well, I hope to I'd be able to throw some of those, talk about my stuff. Mm -hmm. um, torches. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the lanterns. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the cooking gear. I'm going to go through that. Also the individual pieces. So, um, there's, uh, there are three listed, but you can only find one of them. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm yelling at the Jesus. nearest boy. Uh, this is totally, totally disorganized, this mission. Is there any people working in the third tween right now? Yeah, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Just us. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, so there's people are like people are walking on a, on and off the ship all the time and loading stuff. Uh, you guys are just kind of uh, in the midst of all that, trying to figure out what's right. what's available. So, what's not. We're missing some cooking gear. Um, what about the cam radios? Um, let's see. And the trail radios. So you find the camp radios. Those are, are bigger ones. And then uh, the trail radios um, are also there. Uh, what else? Yep. And the batteries for these. Mm -hmm. And then there's uh, tele field telephones. Yep. And I assume they come with like some wire. This is like we direct connected phones. Uh, yeah, I think it's like a, a, a military phone. Yeah. Those old fashioned. Mm -hmm. So I check the wires for these, make sure they look intact. Mm -hmm. uh, batteries, more batteries. Yep. Oh, that's the wire. Ah, okay, so here, the last one is the, the actual, like, spool for the phone. 8,000. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> 8, so uh, I'm, I'm going to go through that one. You're going to go through the whole wire? No, I'm not going to go through uh, <laughs> no. I'm sure, is there, is there a way to test it where you can kind of see if there's current going through the whole thing? There must be an easy way of, uh, like, an in and wire? out. 
yeah, yeah. The wire, there's definitely, you have like, there's an exit and then there's like the wire. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just going to quickly check that there's at least there's a current going through uh, the system and then that'll be fine. Okay. Oh, you're going to do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I put a nine volt battery on one end and my tongue on the other. <laughs> Uh, okay, so that means... That David Frozen? No. David, oh, you're there. Okay, so uh, I'm going to yeah report the missing uh, cooking no, gear. I'm muting the mic while you guys are talking. All right. All right. Okay, so that means missing equipment is two out of three cooking gears, uh, the two created windmill generators, and the sour cream. Sour cream. Yeah. I'm going to fuck up whoever took the sour cream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what kind of insane person would take both the windmill generator I know and the, <laughs> that, that pemmican is totally uh, unstomachable without the sour cream so are we moving <laughs> on to the next manifest yeah, yeah, evil is afoot uh, so, so do we actually need to keep all this in mind or have we told it to somebody already I wrote it down it's, it's in your uh, court yeah I wrote it down all right. Okay, so we're still in the third tween, so uh, the next manifest is the same area. Yeah. So, uh, okay, so um, David, can you come to the third tween because there's like aircraft tools and stuff here. Oh, okay, yeah, definitely. It's in this one. Oh, I don't have that one up. Let me bring it up. Manifest three. Oh, yeah, definitely. Tools. Okay, so first one, uh, ba five bags of aircraft tools. It's definitely very important. Uh, yeah, so um, you take them out, you uh, open yeah. up, and, and they uh, really nice tools, uh, perfect condition, brand new. Uh, they're just the wrong tools. Oh, like for the wrong type of aircraft? Uh, well, they're uh, like heavy uh, tool sets for marine engines. Ah, that's oh. not going to work at all. Okay. That sucks. Well, let's just dump him in the sea. <laughs> Sell him in the black market. I definitely want to report that. So all of them are the wrong sets. Five. So it's five incorrect sets. Yeah. Uh, so they're they're number the, like some of the smaller tools in there will work fine, but uh, a lot of the bigger uh, tools are just wrong for the for the okay. job. You wouldn't be able to use them for anything. Okay, um, the next is crate tools, lathe, drill, files. Present. Okay, a uh, chest of carpentry tools, saws, hammers, etc. Yep. Uh, one box of various nails and carpentry supplies. Yep. Two sleds, 900. Uh, oh, it says two sleds, 900 boards of lumber. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. Missing. Missing. Okay. Whoa. okay. Two, two sleds. Like, I would imagine that's like pallets full of full of um, uh, you know carpentry lumber. Yeah, it's it's sled uh, sleds with the lumber uh, on them, so that when you uh, hoist them onto the ice, uh, you can just kind of haul them away with the tractors. Okay, and that's missing. That yep. sucks. That's a problem. That's a big important one. Yeah. Okay. Um, one pallet with six rolls of tar paper. One box, uh, film developing equipment and chemicals. Um, missing. Hmm, that's another inexpensive thing. 
Who packed this shit? So, so, so we, have a, we, have, we have a thief that loves sour cream and <laughs> photography. <laughs> I'm just crazy about sour cream. Who doesn't love photography? Oh. <laughs> Film development. Okay. Then we have some uh, cookers and primus stoves. Yep. Sit there. Mm -hmm. And mugs and utensils. Uh, yeah. Buckets. Yes. All 12 of them. them. <laughs> All 12 buckets. Okay. They're all this. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, the tents. We should, I mean, I hope somebody, did somebody already try to like raise these tents and make sure they're fully functional or is that something we need to make sure? Uh, I'll do that. Which, which would you rather? Let's uh, actually, we should bring these up. On the deck and and uh, put up the tents. That's a very good yeah. idea. Yeah, stuff that's life saving equipment that we're going to rely yeah. on. We should check out for sure. Uh, I mean, we have the time now. It's time. Yeah. It's now. Now or never, right? Yeah. So um, yeah. maybe, uh, yeah, Mountus, Maybe that's uh, that's that's you're the man for this. I will check the tents. There's twelve of them. <laughs> there's twelve of them. So uh, yeah, there's twelve. <laughs> <laughs> the entire deck, which is already filled with people, and well, we can open one at the time and pack it down again, right? You don't have to have them all. <laughs> just out on the west all highway, right. just clearing the highway and putting the tents up. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I should I say uh, so there's seven of these manifests, and um, this happens kind of over the course of multiple days. I'm just taking everything at once because that way we can kind of move past okay. it. Uh, this oh, is also five I won't be there for the whole thing. Things. No, you probably won't be there for the whole thing, but um, that's that's okay. So the tents um, are taken out and, and tested. Everything uh, they they look fine. Yes. All right. That's all I wanted to know. And and, and the, also the twenty-five pole sledding tents. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that that was quick. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Yeah. Uh, no we'll go through the the sleeping bags. Uh, looks good. Very cozy. You try them out. Take a half hour, little yeah, little half an hour nap in each one yeah. to make sure. A little dupe. There's no and just make sure there's no poisonous spiders in the bottom of <laughs> anyone or rats. Uh, the uh, when I was in the army uh, a long time ago, uh, the only guy who ever got a confirmed kill was uh, the guy who found a dead mouse in his sleeping bag one uh, yeah. one day. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> And that's after he'd been using it for a while, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay. Um, what do we have? Uh, lifeboats. What's sti uh, lifeboat style matches? So, yeah. Let's just see if that's there. It's present. The flags. Oh, we need to uh, check those. Yep. There are two US, two, two British, and two ah, it's from the university. Yeah, Miss University. university. Where, yep. where, where's the French one? Oh, <laughs> they must have not packed that one. What the? <laughs> Putain! That's okay. We can let that one go. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just I'll substitute another I'll, American I'll, flag I'll, in there I'll with put, it. Put a, one missing French flag on the list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Forty snowshoes. Uh, that must be uh, something Maunus can check as well. Yes. Yeah, they all seem to be uh, present. Ski though. bindings and all this kind of stuff. Yep. Ski, yes. Uh, shovels, axes, bow saws. Um, it all seems to be there uh, except the four bow saws. 
Uh, you mean everything is there except this and that and this and that? So the yeah, well, all the snowshoes and the shovels and axes and everything. The bow saws are not there, but where they should be, there's a small parcel with uh, four replacement blades for that kind of saw. All right. Next one is still in the third tween, at least most of it. Uh, Alpine rope. So, yes. I don't yes. know, know if we necessarily need to check it all, but we... Yeah, actually, let's roll it out and check uh, the rope. That it has, doesn't have mice in it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's present and accounted for. It will yeah. test the strength of it and make mm -hmm. sure it's okay. Um, climbing gear, that will be tested. We'll, we'll probably even like climb up and down outside the ship or something like that. Just the, to make uh, sure. You're talking about the back sets of... Uh, yeah. And, yeah, it's not there. It's not there? Right. Well, at least we don't have to test it right now. <laughs> exactly. Are you writing this down, Maunus? I'm writing it. What about the ice axes? Uh, they're there. I bet they're cool. I want one. Yeah. Do you think it'll, it'll be okay if like I take one to the cabin? Uh, no. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know... For uninvited guests. You never yeah. know. Under your bed. At least you know it won't go missing. Yeah. You can put it next to the sour cream. Yeah. <laughs> that I stole earlier. <laughs> sour cream seed. Um, okay, so the sleds. Uh, can you check them, Manus? I think that's your... Yes. Yep. They're, uh, they're there. What's a sled meter? You know, that's a good question. I think it's... I know, uh, I know what that is. I know what that is. They actually... Um, they... they they had a little wheel attached after the sleds, and it's just a way to measure the distance. So it just oh. counts. It has it has a little counter. Cool. Huh. So Makes it's sense. just to give a it's just to give a rough idea, and then at the end of the day, they would check with their sextants and navigation equipment to figure out where in the world they really were. Mm. That's right. eight sled eight sled meters. That's a lot of sled meters. Well, you have nine sleds. Yeah, but you, don't, you just kind of just need one. But this is for science. Think about it. Oh, right, okay. I'm just saying, I think they're going a little too extreme on the sled. <laughs> that's, that's really a I'm sticking saying. point for me. Maybe they're <laughs> so fragile. Take a, sled meter. Eat, yeah, yeah. take a sled meter and go trade it for some sour cream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go, there you go. Or alcohol. All right, next. Yep. So, um, what do we have? The flares... Flare pistol. Ten flares. All seems to be in order. Mm -hmm. um, calcium flares. Yep. Oh, and then there is some uh, aircraft markers. Yeah, the Cerise uh, markers. Uh, they're not there. God damn it. Jesus. Whoever packed this ship needs to be fired. And the electric signal lamps, um, we need to test. Yeah, so you, you find them. Uh, they seem to be the wrong type. What? These are the signal lamps. Okay. Yeah, so um, they're supposed to be these small lamps. Um, 
but uh, the the ones you find are actually these huge crates with uh, you know the big shuttered uh, lamps that you use for the uh, theatrical lighting. Mm. It's like uh, those, and they're like huge. Okay, we don't need those. Very unsuitable for Antarctic uh, exploration. Yeah, Jesus. unless you want to put on a fabulous show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which I'm already considering. <laughs> of course, you're French. Uh, it certainly would keep uh, crew morale high. <laughs> wow. Uh, my morale, anyway. And I'm crew, so... <laughs> All right. uh, oxygen snow tents. What's this? It's a, a tent for high altitude. Uh, ah, okay. Yeah, we definitely check those. Yeah. Uh, uh, Maunos, are you still there? Yes. Did you note down the missing... Uh, are the wrong electrical lamps? Yes. And the missing... Uh, Series markers? Yes. Good. Okay. And uh, are you on deck testing the oxygen tents? No, I will be in a second. Okay. Oh, heavy cargo ramp for unloading ship? Yep. Okay. Let's, uh, let's test it. And I guess <laughs> we go to the fifth. What is it? Yeah, Lower? the fifth uh, twin deck. Yeah. Yep. So um, that's where the the dog uh, uh, cages are going to be mounted. Okay. So the the dog cages all arrive uh, in, piece, in in like pieces and uh, take about uh, six hours to to assemble for somebody you know competent with a hammer and a wrench. Um, and and again, like we're just kind of. We're just kind of going over this uh, instead of metering it out into hours and whatnot. Uh, mm. It probably takes place over several days, but uh, this particular thing takes place on the September second because all the dogs, uh, all the cages arrive on the second, and they all. Uh, I guess you guys are working on it because it's more interesting if you are rather than some NPC. <laughs> the I'm not sure about that. I tried to assemble something from IKEA. It's a lot of work. <laughs> well, the IKEA dog cages uh, are even worse. So when they when you get them assembled, they're actually too wide to fit in between the metal bars uh, where they're supposed to be in the frame. This is terribly planned. Okay. Um, well, we have a lot of tools. Can we fix it? Um, <clears throat> well, you can rebuild them, um, but it's going to take some time. Or you could you can move the like unbolt the frame and try to move that. Oh, I'm not a handyman. So I'll let somebody else make a call on that. What's that again? We'll just have to build a new ship next to this one. Exactly the same, but slightly more space between the poles to fit the cables. <laughs> uh, okay. okay. Well, I'm, check I'm checking tents, so I can't do that. Yeah, okay. Well, you can get one of the, one of the NPCs uh, to do it. Yeah, let's get an NPC to do whatever is best. <laughs> So you have uh, uh, the, um, let me see, who is, uh, the sled team is uh, Pulaski Fiskarsson, uh, Snowbjorn, um, and you, uh, you work with them to, to get them to... to uh, well, actually, I'll take a keen interest in making sure that the cages uh, for the dogs are, are really uh, comfortable for the dogs as well as possible, and uh, make sure that the, the people that... Uh, are going to be 
in charge of taking care of the dogs while we're on the trip and all these kind of things uh, gets involved uh, with this uh, this part. Yeah, great. Um, so you do that. It takes a, a while to get all the the work redone and whatnot, uh, but the the dogs uh, <clears throat> the dogs show up and are, are all accounted for as well and, and look look healthy and whatnot. Yeah, and, and they're missing some dogs. I mean, if there are eight sleds and it's about 10 dogs per sled, shouldn't there be like some 80 dogs? Or is the conclusion that it goes out like four sleds and then there are four backup sleds? Yeah, something like that. Uh, right, okay. All right. You'll, you'll be pulling your own sled. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> that really sucks. <laughs> Okay. All right. Bunks, benches, etc. for yep. base camp. That's a that's a tricky one to keep account for. It seems to all kind of be there. Okay. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Uh, bamboo poles. Yep. 150 of them. Yeah. yeah. And the timbers. Uh, nowhere to be found. What? They stole all our wood. Wooden sour cream. Yeah. Look, I'm a man of particular taste. <laughs> and the telephone poles? <laughs> uh, they're, they're there. Okay, so at least we can burn them in case uh, yeah. <laughs> we run out of firewood. Exactly. Okay. Okay, so it's the timbers that are missing. Yeah. Yeah. But the bamboo poles are there. 150 yeah. of them. Yes. Yeah, but that's terrible for our firewood. Yeah. But good for spanking. Yes. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> and POW camps. Yeah. Um, okay, more spacecraft stuff. So this is uh, the Manifest 5 is definitely... Did you say spacecraft? Yeah. Uh... yeah. That obviously didn't mean that. <laughs> I, I just kind of hope we were playing sci-fi instead. No. <laughs> All right, so, uh, yep, now you're in the, uh, what is that, engine deck aft. All right. Yes. Okay, spare rudder and rudder assembly. Yep. Uh, spare ship propeller. Yep. One raft built. At top oil drums, stop oil drums, what is that? Uh, it means that uh, it's a raft for um, lowering into the water. Ah, got it. Okay. Yep. Okay. Forty bags. Uh, of cement. Nope. I'm missing forty bags of cement. Yes. Okay. And uh, oh. two cases of forty-eight sticks of Armenia gel gelatin dynamite. Uh, no. No dynamite. No dynamite. No dynamite is missing. <laughs> yeah, now I'm running to the captain. Missing. <laughs> Alert like, everybody. That, better, that I'm gonna go straight to the captain. Yeah, that better not be under your bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's stored in the in the sour cream drums. Um, we okay. need to check the whole fucking ship from top to bottom to make sure that these crates are just not misplaced. Yeah. Um, okay, and uh, well, I'm 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 creating some drama now. <laughs> I'm not running around on a ship with two missing crates of dynamite. Yeah, it's, it's 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, wait. So we're going to the Besson stores. What is that? Besson? Besson. Uh, the Besson stores. You know, that's a good question. I'm actually not sure what that is. I assume it's uh, I assume it's like a, a, some locker somewhere. Right. Okay. Uh, well, equipment. Uh, yep. Uh, eight mallets. Yep. Eight large hammers. Yep. One wooden box full of non 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 electric blasting caps. Nope. Knew it. Hmm. Uh, I don't like the picture that's trying to formulate here. Somebody has stolen half our expedition and planning their own expedition. Yeah. <laughs> or they're trying to sabotage explosives. this one. Yeah. Yeah, there's that. Okay, and then um, coil 50 feet of time blasting fuse. Nope. I knew it. I knew it. So everything related to blowing stuff up is missing. Okay, and what about uh, eight large crowbars? Uh, yep, they're there. Excellent. That's our la last line of Not Now that I have my ice hammer, I don't, I ice axe, I don't need a, a crowbar. A crowbar, okay. <laughs> ice scrapers. Yep. Okay, snow shovels. You find the, the crate of the snow shovels. Uh, let me see if there's a spend. Probably not. So, uh, uh, there's an interesting discrepancy between Call of Cthulhu and Trail of Cthulhu, in that Call of Cthulhu has a thing called the idea roll, which you kind of call for whenever you want somebody to do something, uh. where it's like, I don't know how you're going to find out about this, but try an idea roll. Um, Trail doesn't have that. Nevertheless, you uh, notice that uh, the crate uh, seems really big. It's Mark's uh. specials. Okay, and the snow shovels are in it? Uh, well, you crack it open and you find, instead of 12 uh, snow shovels, you find 72 snow shovels. Yeah! Oh. Finally! Finally, some good news! Hey. Build a huge snow, snow castle to work together. <laughs> That'll make up for the sour cream. <laughs> okay. It's a missile, a missile order with too many items. Yeah. We don't want to waste all that extra weight and haul, hauling all those down there. We don't need them. That's true. Uh, okay, so breams for sweeping ice off the ship. Yep. Stiff breams. Okay, good. Ice anchors. Yes. What the hell is an ice anchor? Is it for the ship? I guess so. I guess so you can anchor. Really big hooks is what it says in parentheses. <laughs> well, <there you> go. <laughs> well, that explains it. <laughs> yeah. We have four of those. Yeah. Four really big hooks. Great. Alright, manifest six. Mm -hmm. So, what does it say there? On planes? Say on planes? Plane covers. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, those would be on the planes. Yeah, okay. So, they won't be here yet. No, I'll so. Have check, I'll have to check those when I'm in location. Yeah, which you probably are at this point, uh, anyway. Okay. Um, in fact, let's jump over and, and just do that. Uh, so. You probably leave on the on the second uh, to go out to uh, Trenton, New Jersey. Uh, it takes about four hours by train. Uh, you and the other um, uh, uh, airplane, or what do you call it, um, uh, pilots and mechanics crew, uh, 
all kind of go out there. So that includes uh, Halperin, who's the kind of the main pilot. Um, uh, uh, DeWitt, uh, who is uh, actually, let me just pull up the this thing at the bottom. Uh, so DeWitt, um, there's uh, Longfellow, uh, Colt, and Miles, and those are all uh, the people, uh, including you, that are going out there. So you get to spend a little bit of time with them, uh, both on the train, of course, but also over the next three days as you kind of go over all the airplanes and, and parts and whatnot. You have, uh, I sent you the, the uh, spec sheets for the, yeah. the Boeing's uh, 247s and then the, uh, the smaller plane, which I right now forget what's called. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but uh, you have four planes essentially um, that are all going in. Um, the Boeing and the Fairchild. Boeing and Fairchild, yes. You spent some time with, with the planes and uh, you kind of get a, a sense of, of some of the other pilots. Uh, Halpern, who's kind of the, the lead pilot on the trip, uh, seems like a, a kind of a jovi jovial, nice guy. Um, him and, and Miles, uh, the mechanic, is kind of a kind of a he, he's a bitcher. He just complains constantly, and um, they have like this rapport going on back and forth. Um, and uh, you get a sense like uh, Dewitt. Uh, I don't know what kind of a pilot you are, but Dewitt's kind of a he's looking forward to just going down there and, and kind of uh, um, you know testing his metal against the enactic uh, yeah. forces and stuff like that and. Uh, he seems to, uh, Douglas uh, Halpern seems a little annoyed by him. Uh, he kind of gets tired of his, his uh, bravado bullshit sometimes. But um, anyway, that's kind of how you, you spend uh, the next three days. Um, okay, yeah. The ages are, so Halpern, I'm, his age is 30, is that correct? Yeah. And Dewitt's 35. So he's the older, but he's the least experienced. Well, he, he might be experienced, but he's not the, uh, he, he's not the lead on the, on the okay. trip. All right. Uh, yeah, so the mechanics are key. So, you know, I'll get to chat with the mechanics and hear about their experience and find out a little bit about why they're going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, they, they, seem, uh, they seem very nice. Uh, the mechanics kind of uh, uh, are, are kind of their own little group. Um, and uh, uh, of them, uh, Lawrence Longfellow, who's uh, 40, he, he looks older than he is, but he's kind of the guy who gets to uh, they they are they both kind of look up to him. Um, uh, Colt is kind of a Midwestern guy. Uh, he's uh, from North Dakota, um, and essentially every time anybody says a story or tells a story about anything, he he is that kind of guy who comes back. That's nothing. You should hear about the time when, and then uh, follows up with a long story. Um, and then there's Miles, and he's like just. He's just kind of a downer person to be around. He's complaining constantly. He's uh, you know kind of dissatisfied about everything. Uh, and uh, as uh, you might you know uh, tell some stories about uh, you know the missing items or, or whatever you you didn't find in the hold, uh, mm -hmm. he kind of uh, he seems certain that uh, you know there's there's doom in your future because of uh, poor planning and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, so it goes. Um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, you spend the next uh, three days uh, testing the planes and everything seems to be in order. And then you, um... <laughs> sorry, there's a cat peeking at me through the door. It seems very odd. <laughs> and uh, 
get them ready and packed up for uh, shipping back to New York on a uh, train. Okay. Um, are those items that are listed on the manifest in the plane, are they there? Yes, they are. Oh, great. Okay, perfect. Uh, so that's, what's that, canvas plane covers? Uh, yeah, for laying over the plane to protect it, and then uh, heating hoods, uh, which is uh, super important as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, perfect. All right. Good, good looking airplanes. All right. Yeah, the uh, the Boeing two four sevens are brand new. Uh, they were, I think, they were made in thirty three. Uh, it's like thirty two or something like that. It's exciting for me too because I've only flown old, aged models. These are going to be the cutting edge, top of the line yeah, metal exactly. monoplane. And yet somehow you know how to fly them. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> how hard can it be? Yeah, a plane's a plane. Um, well, that's that's what this time is for, anyway. Yeah. So, uh, all right, let's. Uh, we return you now to the exciting uh, continuation of the manifest story, Deckhouse. Hello. Yeah. Well, Hello. I'm in the middle of some cheese, so I, I'd rather somebody took. Uh... <laughs> all right. <laughs> Okay, so we got to the case with movie camera, right? The third item on Manifest 6. Yep. Uh, well, let me just check my list here. Yes, it's there. Excellent. Two guitars. Yep, present and accounted for. Uh, they're even tuned. Excellent. Excellent. Two harmonicas. Uh, no, the box yeah. is open and the harmonicas are missing. Kind of Somebody stole the dynamite to blow them up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Two still, uh, three still camera sets. Uh, yes. Okay. Excellent. And is everything there? Camera, lenses, tripod, film, fifty flash bulbs, infrared filters. I'm happy you asked. Yes, it is. Okay. Just checking. They one case of biology, zoology, and botany instruments, <laughs> microscopes, and slides. It's there. Okay, and the most important thing that we're bringing on this trip, one straight jacket. Yes. I think I, I, I'm going to um, go through all this biology stuff. Okay. Let the expert check it out. Yep. Is it any good? Uh, yeah, it seems it seems to be good. Um, and part of that also includes the... It's, it's actually probably in the... All this deckhouse stuff is in the equipment that you were carrying on board, uh, specifically to to not have the stevedores carried on board. Mm. So, yeah. so you, you check it all out; it's all there. Right. Okay. Uh, right. Three pairs of handcuffs. Yes. The straight jacket. All right, and we are in the decks cabin now. The deck is what? The decks. Uh, the docks cabin. Uh, I think that's supposed to be the the doctor. Ah, okay, got it. Sorry, docks cabin. Keep mistaking the, the O's for E's. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one case of 24 bottles of various medicinal Woo! liquor. Yes. Jackpot. Thing. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go through and check how much of this is actually drinkable. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Especially um, they're all opened. Okay. They're all uh, open? One no, no, no. Medicine okay. chest. Uh, yes. With drug supplies. Okay. I make a mental note. Uh, one doctor's medical bag. E on trail. Yes. Including injectable morphine. 
Yes. Mm. Okay, well, screw, screw that sour cream. Now we're getting <laughs> to the good stuff here. Okay, one box, tobacco and cigarettes. Yes. Okay, one case with a typewriter. Paper. And that's this is in the Starkweather Moore Expedition Office. Ah, sorry. Yep. Yes. Uh, yep. Typewriter's there. Okay, so we, we really have full access to everything here. We're just sort of sneaking around yeah. with these lists and uh, going into the, the private sectors of this ship. Okay. One crate of various navigational instruments and charts. Uh, yep. Okay, in this particular case, uh, Hyla, I'd like to uh, just use my knowledge and if this is the navigational instruments that we'll have available in this expedition, I want to make uh, completely sure that it's sufficient according to what I know from my experience. Okay, uh, so you have uh, uh, astronomy, right, or something like that? That's essentially like your yeah, that's at least navigation that skill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, it all looks it all looks fine. Uh, looks good. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, okay. Binoculars. Mm -hmm. Twelve binoculars, right? Okay. And I asked uh, our French uh, colleague here to check the twelve binoculars, please. Okay. One case of astronomy instruments <laughs> and notebook, um, including. Geiger Müller counter for cosmic ray studies. Uh, maybe maybe somebody more suitable than you should be checking that. They definitely could if it wasn't for the fact that it's missing. Oh my god. Geiger Müller counter. You know, for the kids. All right. Uh, what about four cases of meteorology instruments and texts? Yep. Okay. Two chest paleontology equipment. Yep. I'm going to double chest. Okay. Yeah. All right, you go through it. Um, uh, reference works, wire brushes, small dental tools, uh, charting equipment. Yep, it's all there. Okay, then six chests of geology, cartography tools. Can somebody take over? I just need to get this food sick. Sure, it's all there. Okay, um, chest of geophysics set, uh, precision yep. compass and mag magnimeter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, chest chemistry sampling and test equipment, tubes, beakers, other glassware, Bunsen burner, test chemicals. Yep, it's all it's all uh, all there as well. That was the also okay. Mm -hmm. All right, and then this is in uh, a different location now. The Boson stores, Boson stores, uh, crate with six caustic Ceta canisters. Uh, that is soda. <laughs> it's that soda. Uh, it's that E. It's, it looks like or that. O, oh, it's it an O. Like an e. Okay, so oh, it says Boson's. Okay, yeah. Is, uh, uh, those are missing. Oh, caustic soda canister. So that must be like a like an acid kind of a um, compound. Yes. All right. So that was it. Was that manifest done? Nope. Yeah, that's done. There's it's one, not done. There's one more. It's the last one. Oh, this one. Yeah, this one's done. But yes, that one's done. Uh, which is funny because... Huh, that's actually weird. I never noticed that. There's actually one more than there are there is in the book. It's from the PDF. Oh, it manifests? Yeah. So, so in other words, there's like a missing manifest. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Because, I mean, in reality, somebody should just have stolen the manifest and everybody would have been happy. <laughs> yeah. 
No one would know the difference. Okay, Manifest 7. Um, these are all in number three, <laughs> tween. Uh, yeah. So we're going back there. There, okay. Um, a crate with uh, sardines, cans of sardines. 30 cans. So you find the uh, cans of sardines. They're actually sardine oil. Oh, so it's not... It's a mistake. It's a, we got oil instead of sardines. Yeah. Okay. Can't really eat the oil. Your sardines are missing. Yeah, we have a lot of oil, but no sardines. Okay. Um, box with eight cans of pepper. So uh, instead of four boxes of pepper, you actually find uh, four two-pound boxes of dried red peppers. Uh, we'll keep those. But note it's missing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to check the mustard to make sure it's Dijon. <laughs> That's a spirit. It's not. Ah! I'm going to write that down as wrong as well. I blur. Putain. Okay. Um, jars of mustard. Eight jars of mustard. Yes, it's there. Wonderful yeah. American mustard. Eight jars of Tabasco sauce. Also there. 40 jars of marmalade. 40 jars? Yes. Uh, four crates, oh, four with crates 40 with 40 jars. jars. Wow. Um, you find uh, four crates uh, with um, canning jars with uh, wax and sealable lids uh, ready to use, but there's nothing in them. Ah, okay. Um, eight bottles of Worcestershire sauce. Yes. 80 boxes of raisins. Yes. 150 jars of orange syrup. <laughs> yes. 150 jars of grape syrup. Yes. Oh, we got a little variety. All right. Nine boxes of chocolate. Yes. Ooh. Uh -huh, that's important. <laughs> it's actually so, uh, it's the 16 boxes with nine boxes. Uh, a box with nine boxes each. Lots of chocolate. Four slabs. So lots of chocolate. Yeah. Okay, um, a crate with 12 boxes of wheat and biscuit. Yes. Oh, 20 wheat, boxes wheat of and oat, sorry. Wheat and oat biscuit, okay. Four, uh, 20 boxes of cubed sugar. Yeah. 27 boxes of bullion cubes. Nope. Oh, that's important. Okay. Sack of sugar. Yep. 10 sacks of sugar. All-purpose flour, eight... Bags. Mm -hmm. uh, four no, wait, cans wait. of. Actually, the flour's missing. It's missing? Yep. Okay. Bags of flour. Okay. Can't have pancakes without flour. All right. Um, baking powder. Four cans of baking powder. Yes. Uh, one box of baking soda. Actually, four boxes. Four boxes of baking soda. Uh, yeah. One box of 12 drums of salt. Yes. And five crates with 12 boxes of oatmeal. Yes. Okay. And that's... So now that we've been through everything. Yes. Do I notice any big boxes around or anything like that that we didn't go through because we already found everything or already, you know, checked? I mean, the, the thing to do would be as we go through, we just, you know, if we had a little thing of paint or chalk... Just make an X on the side of the box, and mm -hmm. then when you when you end up with no boxes or no no boxes that have the X, then you can check them. 
Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, you don't. There's nothing. It seems like uh, you've you've kind of gone through everything. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's it's hard to say because the the, the aviation fuel has already been loaded. Uh, so who knows? But it's really unmanageable to take that out and go through everything. Uh, okay. So, you know. All right. So um, let's see. We don't have to spend uh, the rest of the day on this stuff, but. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad because Rask really seemed to enjoy it so uh, we could wait for him to come back and do something else meanwhile now we should do some quick math to see that it's been loaded so like you can the displacement of the ship when fully loaded it, it should there should be marks on the hull that when it's display, you know, it's sinking lower in the water it shows how much it's displacing in weight and then you can kind of do a quick math to say if there are so many you know so many uh, drums of, of liquid it would be this much weight, so you can at least know if it's not empty. The question is whether anybody has the skills to do that. Well, okay. I vote for David. Well, David I do. Who would, <laughs> yeah, who would, do, who would have the skills to do that? A, a mariner, maybe, who uh, a crew a crewman on the ship? Yeah. Well, the thing is, like a lot of this stuff is still, not, is still being loaded, so it's hard mm -hmm. to do in the midst of uh, loading everything, at least. Okay. So, but afterwards you could do it once everything is okay. on board. But uh, that so this is obviously stretching out until you actually leave. So near near the end, you might be able to do something like that. Okay. Cool. So uh, you're uh, you're you found all these uh, missing items and whatnot, and you're you're kind of charged with figuring out what to do. Okay. So we have the list of all the things that are missing. I guess we want to prioritize them into which items we need the most. And then start down yeah. the list and try to acquire them. Mm -hmm. so, uh, but, um, so the French flag. <laughs> <laughs> you managed to find one uh, on, uh, on Fifth Avenue. It's a store that sells flags. Yeah, the screen, you put it with the other flags. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so like, um, let's see, what do I have on my list? Aircraft tools, very important. Um, yeah. And they can be tricky to get on time as well. I mean, I imagine. Uh, yeah. Same thing with the dynamite and explosives. We want to get to work on that because that could take a little while to get a hold of. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. Um, there was also the, the sleds. But sleds. also we need to double check if this was ever loaded onto the ship in the first place. Yeah. How how do we know? Because we haven't gone. Through I don't know it. who's in charge of putting well, the stuff on, or like, like uh, while like because I was under the impression we were going through the stuff while on the ship, but some of it was actually being loaded as well. Or like, well, yeah. Well, how do we figure out where these things went missing from? So the the you know we're we're compounding many days of work into into like one thing, uh, but essentially the things are arriving and then get loaded on the ship, and as they get loaded, sometimes you check them, but sometimes they're already on the ship and you check them there. Okay, um, so it's not necessarily that things have been stolen, it's just that they didn't arrive, or... It, it could certainly be. Uh, or it could be on a ship. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So then it sounds like we need to start going through the ship. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if there isn't some secret storage room somewhere, or... I mean, there's no way to check this entire ship. It's huge. 
Enough I mean, it would, any it would definitely spot. be nice to know that there's dynamite somewhere on the ship, because in the event that there's a fire on the ship or underway or yeah. something, it would be, it'd be important to know that it's in that hold. <laughs> it's really good to know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's, uh, let's go through the missing items. Uh, see what we figure out. Your move. Okay, so... Yeah, so I guess we need to start going through the ship. We need to divide up and just go around the ship and see if we can find some of the missing items. See if they've already been loaded. Mm -hmm. Tell me what items you're looking at. Okay. Um, see, some of the missing items were the wind generator. Uh, Actually, you know what? If you go from the top, then it's easier for me. So I don't have to find everything. Just go sequentially through the, the yeah, 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 if you found them. Because uh, that should be how they appear in my text as well. Oh, okay. okay, so yeah, the wind generator was the first thing I found off of the first manifest. Wasn't it the... Yeah, the, the couple of things before that. Oh, there were? Principally, yeah, the sour cream. Uh, yeah, sour cream. Uh... And then there was also the cooking gear, but maybe I'm not taking it in order. So you find the sour cream on a pallet with a canned butter and powdered milk in the uh, number three tween. Asher okay. Uh, so it's just in the wrong hold, which means it would feel bad if it wasn't moved to the reefer, reefer space. Okay, so we have to definitely get that moved. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was the only thing. On, that was the only thing on Manifest One that was missing. Mm. So Manifest One is now complete. Yes. Complete, correct. Check yeah. it off. Boink. Right. Okay. So Manifest Two is. Uh, I think the first thing on Manifest Two was the that wind generator. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Windmill generator. Two crates. They seem to be nowhere to be found. Okay. Okay, we get in touch with the company that's supposed to deliver it. Okay, uh, so they were ordered from uh, Willard and Ball Agricultural Supply Company in Chicago. Um, and uh, you, you get in touch with them by, by phone and uh, find out that they were never shipped because they were never paid for. Mm. But as soon as, as soon as they have the money, they, they can send you the equipment. All right, I'll get in touch with the money guy. Get that process rolling. All right. It's probably stark weather, right? It's probably... <clears throat> it might. It might be that it's uh, stark weather. Uh, stark weather's fault. He's these days. He's usually off. Uh, uh, stark weather. <laughs> <laughs> he's off. He's more interested in, in romancing the press. Than... Yeah, exactly. He's talking yeah. to the press all the time. Um, all right. So that's fine. We want publicity. That's a good thing. So. Okay, so the next person then who we would find who would be responsible for the purse strings more would probably be be the person. Okay, we'll let him know. Okay, he uh, yeah he's like oh, all right just just take care of it and then he he you know gets you the money and whatnot so you can you can take care of it. Okay. Uh, next thing. All right, so and. Um... I guess we'll just do a follow-up later on to see if we actually do get the generators then, or... Uh, yeah, so they, up, they arrive a couple of days later. Okay. Trail, or uh, uh, cook sets. Then it's uh, the, this is the, then it would be the cooking gear, right? Yeah. So you don't really find them anywhere. 
Well, we could take some of the shovels and repurpose them into cooking <laughs> gear. <laughs> Remelt them. Uh, yeah, spatulas. Well, <laughs> well, we'll check know. the delivery company, make sure they actually send us three instead of just one. Or They did. Uh, eventually, uh, you find out that they show up inside the, inside the galley. They've already been unpacked and put in into the actual galley. <laughs> Problem solved. All right, next. Is there anything else on this second uh, manifest? I don't know. You tell me. Uh, 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 no. Manus. No, there isn't. The next, the next item is the is on okay. manifest. Um, yeah, manifest three aircraft tools. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Five, five sets. Um. So. You, you figure out that uh, you reach out to the company that sent them to you and you find out that uh, they're actually delivered exactly as they were ordered. Um, they were just ordered wrong. Okay, so we need to arrange to return what we have and get replacements that are correct. That's right, uh, from uh, Bertram Ironworks in Baltimore. Uh, and then you got to get the right uh, tools from the Boeing company. Um, are those all fairly local? Can we have someone in a day with a car run around and get that done? It takes about uh, three days to arrive. Okay. It, it arrives in time, though. Okay. Okay. Solved. Good. All right. Then the two sleds with the 900 carpentry boards for the base camp. Yeah. So uh, you check the, uh, the paperwork, and it looks like they've never been ordered. Mm. But it's pretty easy to get. Definitely order those. So, uh, let's see. Yeah, so they cost about 100 bucks. Uh, next, and they arrive like within a day or two. Okay, um, film developing equipment and chemicals. You, uh, um, <laughs> you find them uh, in, uh, uh, you search through all the, the boxes and whatnot uh, as you're going through the ship, and you find this box that looks almost exactly like the chocolate box in amongst the chocolate boxes with all the film equipment inside of it. <laughs> nice. That would have been sorely disappointing for somebody who was actually uh, on a, looking for chocolate. <laughs> Want a chocolate? Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. <clears throat> okay. Um, unless he was a photographer, then he would have been really torn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll we'll, re we'll remark it correctly and make sure it gets put in the proper location. Mm -hmm. All right. So um, next, do we re we want to return all those extra shovels? At this point, I don't know. Is it worth the hassle? We just <clears throat> yeah. We'll uh, at least take them off the ship. Yeah, we don't want to get on the ship. Mm -hmm. Just throw them overboard. <laughs> we'll have a shovel fight. Six shovels into the Hudson. <laughs> All right. Yeah. What's next? Um, four buck saws. Bow saws. Bow saws. Yeah. So we have bow replacement saws. blades for a bow saws, but we don't actually have the bow saw. Yeah. So you 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 uh, track it down, and you find out that it's actually uh, uh, it's on the other end that the error was made, that the invoice number was incorrect. So. Uh, the right ones get shipped to you. Okay. It's practical if we actually manage to get all the timber. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to be a little difficult. All right. 
So, let's manifest four, was it? Okay. Yep. Yep. Well, mm, was it? Let's see. So we're doing four now. Yeah, so we're going to four. Yep. Okay, so the thing, the post house is solved then. Mm hmm. Okay. Python slings climbing gear. 12 banks, 12 sets. What? What do you do? What's uh, next on the list? The the twelve backed sets of uh, pittons and associated climbing gear. Ah, yeah, that was missing. Right. Well, yeah. we we'll look for it. You don't come across it on the ship. Damn it! I guess we need to figure out if yeah again supplier. Mm -hmm. uh, you contact uh, the provider. It's uh, Dalrymple's in Boston, uh, and. Uh, at first, there's like some, some confusion because they're like, no, 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 we definitely delivered it. But you find out that they delivered it to the hotel rather than the dock. Um, All right. We'll send a boy to the hotel and sort it out. Yeah. Uh, he finds it in the luggage, uh, the luggage room at the hotel. And then we test it. It all looks fine. Looks good. All right. Right. Next okay. item. Six series marker panels to signal aircraft. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm actually not sure what a, a marker panel is. Do you know that, David? I think it's for the ground. So it's like they're um, you know, like flags, right? So from the ground, you can put a certain flag up, a, you know, a panel that has a colored mm. emblem on it so you can signal a plane and give them instructions for landing, etc. All right. So you don't find them anywhere. Um, and you contact the manufacturer, which is Crawford Manufacturing in Brooklyn, and there's no... Uh, they. they um, they were paid in full and delivered, but you can't find it anywhere. Hmm. Okay, well, maybe we'll have to just reorder. Yeah, you probably have to. Okay. All right. So, uh, next. Okay. Electric signal lamps. We got the wrong type. Yeah, you got the theatrical lamps that are, like, big. They weigh 40 pounds. Let's get those returned. Right. They, they give us custom money. Yeah. So you get them returned uh, to the Abercrombie uh, stage and studio in Manhattan and get a refund and um, uh, buy the proper lamps somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Next. So, uh, timbers. Mm -hmm. 12 by 12 foot timbers. We, oh, we won't spend yeah. forever. I mean, obviously, this would be very quick to find if it's actually around. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And just order new. Yeah, you go through the paperwork a little bit and you find out they've never been ordered. Um, but you, it's it's easy to find at a lumber yard. Uh, you ordered some other stuff from the lumber yard, I think, didn't you? Um, so uh, yeah. it costs about a hundred or eight hundred and fifty bucks, including shipping. Right. That's well, more he's signing find. off all these items, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, this is all just kind of, you know, long-winded process stuff. Uh, well, this is good. At least we were very aware of what gear we have on board after this. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I think it's actually really valuable, also, just kind of to get an idea of, you know. The weird things that actually are on board, uh, yeah. like a straight jacket. I'm not saying it's going to come straight in handy, jacket. but I'm just saying it's interesting to know that it's on board. <laughs> and that someone's planning for the possibility that if we ever have to restrain somebody, <laughs> or if we ever have yeah. to uh, to use a lot of sour cream, now we know it's there. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I looked up okay. those marker panels. They're basically they're panels you put alongside a runway so that they're they're semi reflective, and so you can see from a distance. The runway as you right. approach. Cool. 
Right. Uh, 40 bags of cement. Oh, this is the next one, sorry. This is the next manifest. Manifest 5? Manifest 5. Yeah, 40 bags of cement. Uh, so they've never been ordered, um, which takes you actually uh, a lot of time to figure out because you, you have to go through everything again. Um, the uh, the invoice on uh, the list is actually for the ship's uh, spare rudder assembly. I don't know why you need to know this, but here it is. Uh, so you can buy additional uh, uh, cement bags that cost about uh, uh, half a dollar each. All right, let's get him. All right, next up. Dynamite. So mm -hmm. it's it's dynamite. It's dynamite. All right, uh, what do you do? Well, we panic. Okay. First, we want to thoroughly message. check the ship because we don't want the, sh the ship to have dynamite on it that we're not aware of because we're talking about that. If there's a fire that breaks out on the ship when we're underway, we would need to know that that hold has dynamite in it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, I mean, in, in, your, in your searches, you haven't found any dynamite. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, well, let's figure out if it was... Well, this is like one of those searches where we get the entire... True. Yeah, but true. That just first, true yeah, the first step would be let's contact the company and see if it was ordered because that would clear it up pretty quick if it was never ordered. Wise call. Uh, so they they were uh, ordered and paid for by Giordano's uh, construction supply in uh, Newark, uh, but um, uh, <laughs> so actually, this is a skill that uh, Bjorn said he wanted. So I'm assuming. Okay. So while you're doing that, uh, Thomas is off on the side, and he figures out uh, by spending a couple points in law that uh, there's um, uh, there's a New Jersey law that requires all purchases of large, large quantities of explosives uh, to be licensed, uh, and uh, the Giordano's uh, company sent several letters to Starkweather, uh, Starkweather advising him about it, but uh, he's never responded. Uh huh. Okay, so yeah, this would be a good place, I think, to spend some law points to maybe grease the system and get it get approved it quickly. Yeah, yeah. so uh, that that strangely uh, uh, also uh, explains why Thomas isn't here because he's often uh, he's off in Newark uh, trying to figure out how to get this stuff done. Okay, so um, he spent some time there with the state police and uh, uh, you know getting a license and whatnot, uh, and a couple of days later. Uh, that you find out that that's uh, that's both the dynamite, the blasting caps, and the um, yeah. So those uh, those arrive a couple of days later. Okay, so where smartly, where on the ship do we want the dynamite stored? We probably want it as far away from the engine and the the crew quarters as possible, right? Probably want it. So it's up in, near the bow. It's in the number four tween. Where is the number four tween? It's right behind the reefer space. Number four, so it's midway back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and uh, another thing is that it, uh, it shouldn't be next to a wall or anything like that. Uh, it should be like in the middle of the room. Like I don't know if we need it to be locked up, but uh, like uh, you know, if, we, if we're just thinking about ship safety and stuff, because he transfers so well through the metal walls of the ship and stuff like that, so it mm. shouldn't touch to be in direct contact with any kind of. Uh, part of the ship. How, how, e how easy is it to flood one of those holds? So, like in the event that it's more important to have the dynamite wet so it won't detonate, is it is it fairly easy to open something up to flood one of those uh, those holds? 
not well no uh well so i think the covers for the holes are semi-permanent uh so you can't just kind of flip them open um so it's not like you can just flip them open and pour water in but uh, yeah there's no way to open up anything to the outside uh, and flood water in from the well you have external. so the little the round uh the round dots on the third from the top uh, diagram next to the mm -hmm. each of the squares. That's the uh, that's the manhole you can enter the the tween deck with. Otherwise, you'd have to take off the whole the whole top of the. the well, as we prepare emergency procedures for the the, the crew and and stuff, there will be somebody in charge of the dynamite in case of an emergency. Yes, uh, and actually, I think. If I'm not mistaken, it would be David Packard, probably. Uh, so David Packard's part of the camp crew. Um, okay, we'll just make sure he knows exactly where it is. Let's um, see. He's the sergeant at arms, uh, so at least uh, for whatever guns and whatnot else that's on board, he's in charge yeah. of that. So he might also be in charge of that. And in yeah. fact, he has explosives. So we'll, we'll show him where it is and make sure he's. Uh, well, he's yeah, he's aware. He's aware. Uh, Everybody else is kind of milling around and also helping you guys and whatnot. I'm just mm. going through it because it would take forever. So that takes care of the dynamite and the blasting caps. So I'll just I'll read this out so you don't have to do it. Uh, when the caps arrive, uh, they are uh, electrical fired caps, not non-electrical ones. Uh, so you have to actually replace them with a number six fused cap at a cost of about twenty dollars. Yes. <laughs> I'm using my uh, my. Three, my bureaucracy, which is three skill points in that. So. Wow. <laughs> nice. So you're, you're having the time of your life right now. <laughs> I'm just getting shit done. Enjoying it. Well, you're probably relatively, you know, used to kind of this sort of, uh, you know, expedition planning process where yeah. everything is, you know, it's... And it's, everybody gets a bit of my French attitude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so next item... Okay. Have we finished um, number four? I don't know. You tell me. Who was tracking four? Do we have everything on four? Yeah, yeah. On manifest okay, so, four, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so five. Goes the cement and the dynamite and the blasting caps and the six coils of time blasting fuse. Did we address that? Because that's missing. You have not. Okay. Right. So, presuming we don't find it, let's uh, figure out if it was bought or delivered. Yep. So, um, you don't find it anywhere. It was uh, bought, uh, bought and delivered, but you can't. It doesn't seem to be anywhere. Okay. Well, then we sue. Then we need to sue sue do a, a very thorough search. Well, you 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 do a lot of searches. <laughs> Check the hotel. <laughs> yeah, uh, you they, you don't find them anywhere. Because blasting fuse is pretty much close to explosives. <laughs> yeah, but and they would have shipped those without the proper um, license. Um. Yes. And they were signed for as well by the guard. Oh. So they're here somewhere. We just don't know. They're probably in some other box or something. So, but just to be safe, we probably need to order another lot of them, mm -hmm. just so we know where they are. <clears throat> That'll run you about thirty bucks. 
Okay, let's do it. It's not our money. Yeah. <laughs> actually, <laughs> it actually, it might be uh, it might be Lord Whimsy's money at this point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, okay, and you took care of the shovels. Next. Uh, 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 okay. Two harmonicas. <laughs> right. Uh, you're going to have to replace those. You, you haven't found them anywhere. It's cost about eight bucks. Eight bucks. Cheap harmonicas. Yeah. Well, it's 1930. All right. Okay. And then one case of astronomy equipment, including a Geiger Müller counter and other assorted items. So as, uh, as you go back and forth, eventually you mention it to Moore and he uh, says, oh, that's actually in the luggage room at the Amherst Hotel. So you get it from there and get it. So right after there. we've searched for this for days. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> I should have told you. Right. God damn you, Moore. Moore. Right. Okay. So I think that's everything from Manifest 6. Um, no, at the very bottom, the... Four crates with six caustic soda canisters. Mm -hmm. Right. So it was. Uh, you find out that it was delivered, but it seems to be missing. Hmm. Well, now what is what is that? Soda caustic soda canisters. You know, I forget. Uh, I actually read about it just the other day, but now I forget what it's being what it's used for. How is dangerous it is it? Yeah. It's it's a isn't it a sitting or something or a base? Um, yeah, it's a highly caustic. Metallic base and alkali salt. You know, I'm I'm not sure. I can find out what it what it's actually used for. Uh, so for chemistry purposes, it sounds like you yeah. can use it to mix it for some kind of acid base, but it should be pretty stable on its own. It okay. may be it may be used in like determining uh, the age of things. Uh, you know, uh, for okay. So we definitely need that ingredient. So if we can't locate it, we just need to order some more. Yeah, um, that runs you nine bucks. Okay. That's and all then, we have on six. Well, and everybody said it was going to be cheap. No. All right. Okay, last manifest seven. Um, Thirty cans of sardines because we have the oil, but we don't want the oil. We want sardines. Yeah, I think just, I'm just running through this. Um, let's see. So most of this, you like, you essentially just reorder over time. Um, I also noticed that there is no cheese at all in a manifest, <laughs> and or red wine. <laughs> yes, yeah, all red wine. So the red wine would be illegal. Uh, the cheese uh, probably should be illegal because you probably like like really stinky cheeses. Uh, but you can procure some cheese. I'm just gonna... I, I, I will uh, do my own shopping. <laughs> so I'm just going to yeah. read this one out loud because it's, it's kind of funny. Uh, four boxes of sugar cubes. Uh, I don't think you found that those were missing, actually, because I forgot to read it out loud. But nevertheless, uh, these were delivered from a local grocery, but now cannot be found. These were accidentally taken aboard another ship and are now far out to sea. <laughs> okay. Sugar. As it happens. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, send a, we'll send a plane after the ship. Yeah. So uh, that takes care of that, more or less, uh, I think. Right. The rest is just food stuff, so that stuff's pretty easy to replace, I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. Flour, bouillon cubes, marmalade, red peppers, or um, pepper seasoning. We have dried red peppers. Yeah. Which we'll keep because those are still useful. Yeah. And then uh, the sardines. All we we'll need. keep a 
a bit of the sardine oil too, I guess. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if we need to grease some gears or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that uh, that actually takes care of uh, all the manifests. You don't have to go through that okay. again. Okay. So is this just like understanding the game mechanics and all that? Is this like a regular part of Call of Cthulhu or Trail? No. It's it's actually pretty unique to uh, Beyond the Mountains of Madness, and if so I've, it is to drive everyone crazy. It is. Like, so I've, I've gone through and read like a lot of uh, people who've played it and who've written about like their their experiences and whatnot and like advice for keepers. And there's so it, it really is like one of the most uh, what do you call this? Uh, like it splits people in two. You know, some people like it, some people hate it. There's a lot of there are a lot of suggestions for how to run it and do it in different ways and whatnot. But um, uh, and if you were to run it with Call of Cthulhu, you would probably roll a lot more to like do idea rolls and luck rolls and all this kind of stuff. But I, I just kind of don't, I don't think that's necessary. But you could literally stretch this out over a, an entire session if you wanted to. I just didn't really feel like uh, that was necessary. <laughs> I, do think it's, I do think it's important though because of the nature of that you're going on this remote expedition. It's not yeah. like. You're, you're, you know, you don't have access to society, so you kind of do need to know what you have at your disposal. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, this is a lot of this stuff is just kind of preparation for you know, uh, yeah. some sessions from now when we're actually on the ice, and you, uh, you would really want that sour cream to be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's also just interesting. You know, part of like it's it's a strange thing about this campaign is that part of it's actually uh, it is more an Arctic campaign. A lot of the time to begin with, especially uh, before it turns into something different. Um, so, so it's almost like uh, watching a documentary. Part of it is like just getting all the details about how this stuff actually works, uh, and kind of lays the realism foundation for for later on. Or, cool. But we'll see. So uh, I, need, I need to talk to more um, about. I mean, we had a talk him and I last time mm -hmm. uh, about some. Uh, some special uh, guests I need to take care of and, and whatnot. Uh, and at, at the same time, I'm, I'm going to ask him for a little funding uh, to buy a few extra items for the, for the trip. Okay. Is it, is it flags? No. I already sorted that out. Right, okay. Uh, I'm talking about cheese. I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, okay, you find uh, you find more. He's always milling about. He has his clipboard and uh, trying to kind of keep uh, some order to the chaos. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna need a hundred dollars for cheese. <laughs> he kind of looks up from his clipboard. <laughs> what? I'm gonna need a hundred dollars for cheese. The fromage, fromage. Why? Why would you need a hundred dollars for cheese? We already have uh, all the all the provisions we there's need. No, there's absolutely no cheese on board. Well, the, is that why is that a necessity again? It's it's very good for you. It, it's gonna keep the crew very happy, especially me. A hundred dollars for cheese. You know what you could buy for a hundred. Fine. Okay. Give me give me fifty dollars. <laughs> uh, do you have any skills you might be able to use for that, Tom? Yes. Let me see. Being French. Well, I, I did. I, I did. Say, I did ask for a lot, but that was only to be able to say fifty. Um, I have, um, <laughs> uh, well, bureaucracy, I guess, uh, might. Power. Do you have like persuasion or, um, uh, I don't, I have interrogation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, otherwise, no, I'm not, 
I don't really have. Is persuasion a, a skill? There's um. That doesn't really. Is there even a a skill? Bargain or flattery? Uh, yeah. Reassurance maybe. Yeah. Something, something. Intimidation. Like Streetwise. Better at real like. Average. Bargain. Yeah, bargain, I guess. Maybe. But you don't really have any of that, though. No. Well, in that case, uh, <laughs> <laughs> more says, look, we're, we're already, we, you know, we have a budget and we budgeted everything out. I, I can't just take, you know, some of the money that needs to go, you know, and we already we're missing all these items and we have to reorder them and. Look, if if you want cheese and you can find room in the reefer space, that's, well, well, that's to fine, be fair, I did get us the money back from those lambs that were always wrong. So <laughs> yeah, but we already spent that money on, on uh, you know. And, uh, and I, oh oh, what if? And hear me out here. What if I can get you a lot of extra shovels? <laughs> <laughs> You've piqued my interest. <laughs> <laughs> my dream one shovel for every man yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> well worst case scenario I'll, I'll take it out of my own pay all right you uh you you finally uh get you know uh, i don't know how much money uh you need 20 30 bucks to buy a little bit of cheese yeah. here go get your brie thanks and now he's uh, back there the next gonna... he's back the next day can I have ten dollars for crackers? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need these materials uh, to make how, baguettes. How long are we gonna be gone again? The expedition? How many months is it? Um, I think you're returning in. Was it February? January or February? I think. And we are in September. 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 Okay, so it's really short. Well, it's it's a while. Uh. All right, with uh, you have the cheese uh, all stocked up and everything. Um, let's see. Yeah, so Tom, uh, just uh, you asked about uh, your special assignment. So he uh, arrives on the sixth. Okay, I'm going gonna go and take care of that. Okay, so um, let's see. So you took care of the dog cages. The aircrafts arrive. You're taking care of that. Uh, on the um, on the fourth in the morning, uh, you're all in the uh, in the hotel, and um, uh, early in the morning, uh, before sunrise, uh, you suddenly hear this like pounding on the door uh, down the hall, and you can hear Starkweather's uh, voice uh, kind of shouting at the door. More! Blast you, man! I want you awake! More! Come, 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 come. Put my head out into the hallway. Uh, you uh, <laughs> you see more standing down by the door, and he's like, his hair is disheveled, uh, and he's like unshaven and uh, pounding on the door while he is. I actually have a newspaper right here, so he kind of holds the newspaper in his hand like this. More! Come, 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 come. Um, and you uh -huh. see people kind of opening the doors all the way down. Like, what? What's going on? What's the noise? And. Um, uh, he doesn't. He doesn't pay any attention to any of you. And then uh, Moore kind of comes to the door. Yes, yes. What is it? And he's putting on his glasses and typing his robe. Uh, Starkweather is completely red in the face, and he kind of thrusts the newspaper into his face. It's her, Moore. All the time it was her. I should have known. Who else could it have been? That conniving witch. 
I should have suspected her, her hand in this from the beginning. How else could she stop me? Uh, who else would have switched those cans with fish oil? Who else have the money to spy on us, to, to throw things in our way and to ruin our goods? Sabotage the dark cages, delay our trains, poison the minds of our trusted employees, to bribe and to steal and to throw barricades before us and for our own spiteful little reasons. I won't allow it more. Not this time. She won't get the upper hand this time. I'll prove to everyone that she's no more than a... And then he kind of stops and looks around and you're all standing there like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, and he's, he's breathing heavily. Yeah, I'll go out into the hallway and see what the commotion is. As you go out there, he's, he, he throws the paper on the floor and he says, uh, advance the schedule more. We'll leave on the ninth. The ninth more. See to it. And more, get me a woman. Uh, and then he storms back out through the door um, into, the, into the stairwell. Hmm. Okay, I'll look at the paper. It looks like it's going to be a party down in Antarctica. So she, it looks like she pretty much has the same plan. Huh? She's going to take some airplanes and she plans to, to do the same thing. Moore also kind of uh, sees it and, and skims over it. He, he obviously doesn't like this woman. No, he seems to be kind of upset about yes. her. Uh, a little healthy competition. Never hurt anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A fourth, a fourth expedition. It's going to be crowded down there. Yeah, and, and oh. you know, more blood girls, the better for everyone. I think. <laughs> okay, but is is uh, I mean, what she wants to do is just be the first woman on the South Pole. Does that have any? Is that any threat to our expedition? Except for well, media coverage. He did say, "Get me a woman." So, like, he wants to he wants to have a woman that he can beat her there. Mm. I assume that's what he meant, and not just entertainment for the night. <laughs> uh, so, Moore says, uh, "All right, gentlemen, you heard him. Uh, the schedule is advanced, and uh, we leave on the ninth instead. I'll see you at breakfast. Uh, we're going to have to work a little bit harder, I'm afraid. But if you'll excuse me, mm. I'm going to go get dressed." So uh, it's actually, it's the fifth uh, expedition, David. The fifth? Oh. All right. At breakfast, uh, Starkweather is not, he's not there. And it's the morning of what day now? This is the fourth. So we're leaving in uh, five days. Yes. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yes, you're leaving on the sixth day. Later that day, um, the the media circus kind of, Kind of starts up, um, and um, there's just like reporters everywhere outside the hotel, outside of uh, the the dock, and um, later in the day you hear that um, the expeditions managed to uh, procure the uh, 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 services of a woman. Let's see, in the afternoon papers. Okay. <clears throat> We've kind of already gone over all the manifest stuff, but um, mm-hmm. the 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 advance of the deadline kind of sets everything kind of off kilter, um, and uh, everybody is everybody's working their ass off, uh, kind of morning to night, and uh, uh, there's some grumbling in you know in the corners from from the the ship crew and some of the expedition members and whatnot, and, and from time to time, uh, people get a little bit more uh, agitated. Uh, because they get stressed and whatnot, and uh, whenever Starkweather seems to be around, he's always 
he blames every misstep on on Lexington and uh, and her expedition. When I get a chance to talk to more, I want to ask him what um, what skills or what specialty that uh, Miss uh, Winston or Winston Miss mm-hmm. Winston has that's going on. It says robotness. Yeah, um, he says. Well, uh, Miss Whitston is uh, uh, a talented botanist uh, and uh, uh, applied for uh, the expedition a while ago, and uh, uh, you know we we found a place for her uh, now. So so that's good. And uh, is she on the crew roster? Did I put her on there? No, I'll put her on the next time. Uh, she's a, a skilled traveler, and um, uh, I think she'll be a, a valuable contribu- a contribution to the uh, expedition. Um, yeah, so well, with, is it going to be a problem? Oh, no, I was just curious what her uh, area of expertise was. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if, if you'll excuse me, I have to take care of... Uh, and he wanders off. Okay. Mm. Well, while he's wandered off, I'll say, it's a disaster. Bringing this woman on board is only going to be trouble. A woman on expedition, it's just a distraction. Starkweather hardly uh, agrees with you, (laughs) but doesn't necessarily say that in front of other people. But you've been on expeditions with him before, so you know how how he feels. Which is what? How does he feel? Uh, he feels like women have no place on an expedition and that they should they should stay at home, take care of their men. Yeah. And the children. Why won't anybody think of the children? All right. So, uh, yeah, just let me know if you're doing anything else. Uh, you don't have a lot of time because uh, you're, you're so busy on, you know, all the preparations and whatnot. But um, the, I, I just want to see, Heidi, uh, if I'm understanding the situation here. Mm-hmm. So there's, there, there were... Four expeditions. Now there's a fifth expedition going to the South Pole. Yes, but uh, not all of you will be there at the same time. Right, and the 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 goals of the expeditions are also not necessarily overlapping. It's just That's different right. reasons that different expeditions going. Yeah, on, right. Yeah. And now this uh, lady Acacia or something like Acacia, that. Acacia. Lex- Lexington. Mm-hmm. Is that it? She is now announcing that she will be going to the South Pole as well. And for some reason, stark weather. Uh, is not a big fan of this woman. They seem to have some kind of rivalry that we don't know exactly what it is. Yes. Uh, but for whatever reason, even though she doesn't appear to be going to the South Pole in any, uh, I mean, her, her purpose has nothing to do with the previous expedition, the, the university expedition. Can you hear me? Yes. Or you can. Yeah, yeah, your audio is just kind of uh, a little faulty. Right. Um, So even though that she's not a competitor, so to speak, Starkweather is freaking out about her going there to the point that he wants to leave earlier. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. He doesn't want to be upstaged. I mean, she'll 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 take a lot of his publicity away. Right. And also, he thinks she's sabotaging. Right. Okay. So it's turning into a, like a media war. And in order to win this war, he's now hiring this new girl 
Miss Whitstone to go on board. So it's probably for some for media reasons that she's going yeah. on board. So she can't steal the first woman there, Thunder. But it's but certainly it's going to be a race. It's going to be a race right. to, to beat her there. Well, let's okay. go. Okay, makes sense. Ellie, let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, uh, actually, there's there's one thing I wanted uh, to do before the end of the trip. Now that there's actually only one thing left for me to make sure uh, now that the cheese is handled. Uh, <laughs> is uh, am I the only one who thinks we need to make sure we have some alcohol on board? That is not medicinal. <laughs> no, I'm totally, I'm totally on board with that. that like we're on the piers. Of course, we can find somebody who can get us some decent quality alcohol for this trip. We don't need to involve more or stark weather about it. We can pitch together. I have a few bucks. I, I want to add to the putt. We need, we need, we need, we need some bottles. Yes. We just need to find a local speakeasy. Does someone have uh, like Streetwise that can find the speakeasy? Well, I know the Thomas have some streetwise. He might be the guy to handle this for us. But, uh... Yeah, I don't know if uh, I'm not sure how he feels about it, but uh, it it shouldn't be a huge problem to to track down some some alcohol of some sort. Yeah, I mean, come on, we're on the pier. Plus, it's it's near the end of the prohibition, so uh, I imagine that it it'll be possible to yeah. We need uh, at least some bottles of whiskey and yeah, you're on the docks. I mean, some rum and it can't be that hard. Ideally, some red wine, of course, and so I just want to make sure this this is seen too before we leave. <laughs> I will personally see to it. Yeah, you find some time to uh, to sneak off, uh, you know, at at night or in probably at night actually, uh, and uh, wherever it is you you hang out uh, after a long hard day's in the work. Uh, on the docks, you eventually uh, retire to a, a speakeasy or something, and uh, and make a deal to to bring some some wine on board. Whether that wine is uh, in quite as you know good as you might be used to, uh, Pierre, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, also, I mean, some 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 whiskey and stuff like that. I mean, we need a good supply mm. as much as we can get, pretty much. Well, if I can get some uh, med- <laughs> medicinal. Uh, what what is that called? Medicinal spirits that yeah. are like as close to hundred percent as possible. Yeah. Well, that we have. Do the there's twenty four bottles of those on board already. I I, ha- I did make a mental note of that. That's true. <laughs> right in the right in the duck's cabin. Yeah. yeah. It's good to know where that is. Yeah. Right. So but, anything know, like that. I think I think that's a that's a that's our last resort kind of. You know, we'll mix it with salt water and it'll be drinkable, but it's not going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mix it, mix it with coffee. Yeah. As a Norwegian, this is... We also uh, had kerosene, you know, like uh, there's plenty of options to get drunk. Mix it with coffee? Yeah, it's, it's called cask. It's like a traditional uh, Norwegian thing. You, you, you drink this, this uh, hengbrand, this uh, homemade alcohol, which is as close to 100% as possible, and then you mix it up with coffee. It tastes absolutely horrible, <laughs> but, it, but it works. <laughs> it does the job. There uh, is the risk imagine of imagine you can get drunk and it tastes good too. Well, that's a novel concept. Let's try that first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Why, why would you? Why would you <laughs> yeah, so the fourth is filled with the media circus and Starkweather is nowhere to be found, essentially. Um, and... Uh, you you spent some time taking care of uh, you know procuring uh, diverse alcohols and whatnot. 
Um, on the on the fifth uh, in the morning, um, you're getting ready to uh, leave the hotel, uh, uh, Maunus, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, a man uh, a man comes in. Uh, you see him talking to the desk clerk, and uh, this the desk clerk uh, points over to you, and he kind of uh, approaches you a little a little hesitantly. He has a piece of paper in his hand and. Uh, he says, uh, oh, excuse me, sir, um, are you uh, one of the scientists that are going to uh, the Antarctica? Uh, I am not a scientist, but I'm going to the Antarctica, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, a fellow on the street gave me uh, uh, two bits to give this to one of you, and he hands you a um, piece of paper. I'll say. Is this an American? This guy talking to me? Yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll read this uh, note out loud for... Uh, Recording purposes. Dear man of science, soon you will go down far away to the cold and the white ice and the old, old things that await uh, and move and work and plan. Do not! Blessed Mary hears me and beg you to stay. Do not wake the sleeping one there. Do not pass the prison walls of black and white, cold ice and time. The cage must not open. Let the dead and the dying hold close the doors. I have listened to his dreams. I have seen its form within his mind, for he has seen it, and he knows it must be free, and he will stop you if you go. Turn back, or we all die. A friend. Friend. Raise a friend. I mean, if this guy, he's so keen on us to not go, you know, he should be a little bit more specific. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when you see something like this... Uh, so, okay, so I the, the guy that gave me this note, he just told me that he got the note from somebody else. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, who gave you this note? So um, he he already left uh, while you were reading. What the fuck? I I I, <laughs> chase, I chase him. I go back. <laughs> All right. Um, you find he's outside on the street. He's just kind of standing there. Uh, I go grab him. Who, who gave you this note? Oh, uh, it was um, uh, it was a, a man. Was it you that wrote this note? <laughs> no, no, sir. No, I, I did not. Okay, I uh, I don't be- I don't believe this guy. I don't know what he's on about. <laughs> I, I'm gonna do uh, interrogation on him. Okay. May- perhaps intimidation. Since I have two in that, and I have one in the <laughs> All right. Um, well, you lay on the pressure a little bit. Uh, well, what do you... Tell do you me mean? now. I need to know. Who is this person? Um, well, he was, uh, he was a little uh, younger than me. Um, kind of pale skin, uh, short, blonde hair. Kind of a, a clean-shaven, round face. Uh, ordinary, ordinary clothes. Uh, and he he seems to be he seems to be telling the truth. Well, so can you please make a drawing of him, please? <laughs> yeah, that's just he said. Okay, but he says that he's younger than that the other guy's younger. But how old is the guy that I'm talking to? Okay. Um, I, 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 yeah, actually, I mean, he seems to be telling the truth, this guy. So, I, or else I would follow him as just discreetly. But if I really trust him, then. 
Yeah, but uh, hey, wait, wait a second. We want to have some more information here. So, but you're not there. What? what? No. <laughs> what the, did you did you find out what the guy looked like? Yeah. Short, short blonde hair in his thirties. Something, something. So, Manus, uh normal looking. Can I go there? Uh sure. You're you you come out the. Uh, out of the hotel in front where you see Malnus talking to a, a guy who looks a little uh, disheveled might be the wrong word, but he's a little down and out. Okay, I call uh, Lord Wimsey over. Lord Wimsey! Uh, Hello, dear friends. How are you today? Yes. Yes, not good. Have a look at this note. Oh my god. What <laughs> are they? Mad? Where did you get this? <laughs> well, this is very strange. But so, a so, man on the street gave this note to a man on the street, and he gave me this note. <laughs> oh, that sounds terrible, old chap. Yes. <laughs> what, 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 what sick madman would do this kind of thing? So is this, is this the guy who, who wrote the, 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 the note, or, or what's the story here? No, I, I, just, I just received the note from a, It was another man. He gave it to me for, to and, give it to And why, why, pray tell, would you do that? Uh, he gave me some money for it. How much? Uh, just two bits. Yeah, please hand over. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's, yeah. He starts to bag away from you. He's like, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, have a nice day. Lord Whimsy will pay you three bits if you yes. can tell us who this guy is. But I already told you everything I know. Um, well, can you find him? So what what kind of uh, was was it a well-kempt gentleman or was it a riffraff kind of person? Uh, well, as I as I told uh, as I told uh, this gentleman here, um, he uh, um, he uh, he just kind of wore ordinary clothes. There wasn't anything particularly rich or, or poor about him. And did he seem quite normal? I mean, the note here seems rather obscene. Um, he he seemed, uh, I don't know, he seemed fine to me, but I wasn't, I was just interested in getting the money, really. Absolutely wonderful. You've been no help at all. <laughs> well, I, I apologize, I guess. Yes, very well, you should. Do we now? Hop along. Do we have any? Um, do we have any photographs of the previous expedition? Maybe we could show him the, the photographs and see if he can identify. Um. Do you? I don't know. Do you? <coughs> you might be able to spend. You can spend the preparedness point on it. <laughs> yeah. Um. You guys think that's worth doing? Sure. I do have preparedness. That's the key. Uh, no, I do not. Does anyone else have preparedness? Well, you might actually not even be there anyway, so. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and I I have no preparedness points. You also did tell him to hop along, so. Yeah, so. <laughs> He's hopping along. <laughs> skip, skip, skip. <laughs> I was getting a little bit frustrated with the chap. I mean... You know, he didn't even seem interested in giving us relevant information. I mean, yeah. these Americans, <laughs> come on. 
Well, okay. So, um, so we got this note. What do we do about it? I guess we, we should show it make to make a paper start, airplane. Move on. Show it to start with and more. It's, I mean, at this point, it seems like a, a scare campaign from that psychotic woman who has turned into be our competitor. That's my guess. So what, what's that? I haven't heard about that. Uh, let me show you the article. Uh, well, you know, stuff that happens when you're not here. I'm, I'm sorry. I was, I was just, I was just going to hand something to the neighbor, but then they had cake and coffee. And after <laughs> that here, I mean, that is difficult to, um, to say no to. You found yourself in a pickle. Yeah. But once again, I was the only person in the room who didn't have a PhD. <laughs> so that, that just that happens all the time. Uh, when in Cambridge. <laughs> so, uh, last in short, um, another expedition that's been announced by um, uh, Acacia Lexington who's a woman that uh, Starkweather seems to have a lot of problems with, and he has, he kind of blames all the issues that were, uh, that have problems. Excuse me, come again. What you say? A woman? Yeah. Starkweather says, I know! <laughs> exactly! <laughs> and, Blonde beauty. Ah, yeah. well, maybe she has some qualities. And so uh, the Starkweather Moore expedition has also added a woman to their roster, uh, Charlene Whitston, who's a botanist. I see. Is she rich or of rich family? Because um, I would like to know that. <laughs> you know, uh, she is uh, relatively wealthy, I believe. Of some of some note, actually of quite note, uh, she has a, a credit rating of six, which is the same as you. Oh really? So is that family money or? Uh, it probably is, yeah. My kind of girl. <laughs> You've piqued my interest, sir. <laughs> Manus and uh, Winzy, you you find yourselves with this note. Do you do anything? Well, I'll show it to Stack. We'll go down. To, if Stackweather's at the hotel, then give it to him here. I think he needs to to see this. I, my presumption is that it's the Acacia Lexington woman. From what I gather, she's out to get us. This is what you tell Starkweather? Yeah. Uh, so you you find Starkweather. He's on his way out of uh, out of the hotel with uh, some reporters in tow, and uh, uh, you, you come up to him. Right, uh, Starkweather. Here's a note I received from a strange person. I don't know what it means, but it seems uh, like uh, Lexington is out to get us and scare us. Turn back, or we all die. Right, keep your voice down, Mars. Uh, excuse me a while, uh, just a uh, gentleman. Just one, one minute. Mouse, keep your voice down. Come over here. Uh, he he drags you over into the other uh, end of the lobby. What is this? Show me this. And he takes it and reads it. This is this is nonsense. This is poppycock. 
We get crazy notes all this. Maybe Lexington, but we get crazy notes like this all the time. I don't know. This is... Ah, all right. He tears it up. Here, don't worry about it. Just make sure the ship is loaded and packed. Okay. He tears it up and throws the note. No, he tears it up and puts it in his pocket. That's kind of strange behavior. Yeah, that seems a little odd. Uh, okay, that's getting. I'm. I'm a little bit more nervous now than I was before. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Well, that's it. I guess I. Is everybody staying at the hotel now, or are we moving to to the ship? Uh, everybody's staying at the hotel. I think still. That's it for me. Mm-hmm. Should we make lists of items that we're going to bring with us so that before we depart, we have a like an inventory of personal items that we're bringing? Uh, yeah. If um, if it's necessary, like if you feel like it's not, you know, it wouldn't be obvious. Uh, then it it would be good. You do have preparedness to fall back on as a skill. Um, but, uh, the difficulty of the, the cost associated with that might be non-trivial depending on what it is and where you are. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, and Alaska, the departure date was changed from the 14th uh, to the 9th. Okay. And was, what reason was given? Uh, because of Lexington's, uh, expedition. So the bitch will get there first. Yeah. The race is on. So uh, as as the uh, as the days progress, uh, more and more um, uh, articles uh, uh, start appearing in the newspapers uh, around the expeditions, and uh, in particular around your expedition, you you start to see more articles around uh, kind of uh, some of them talk a little bit about uh, some of the expedition members, including uh, you guys, uh, uh, Lord Whimsy. You get mentioned uh, in one of them as. Uh, you know, a, a Richmond uh, kind of uh, down on his luck and, and scraping by in uh, in New York. What? Uh, <laughs> Thomas gets mentioned in one of them as well, um, <laughs> including uh, uh, talking about uh, his uh, uh, expulsion from from uh, certain former certain former uh, employees or employers. Sorry. Um, I will sue. There's uh, there's <laughs> talk of uh, some of uh, Starkweather's uh, former expeditions and how uh, they haven't gone quite as as well as uh, <laughs> as they they should have and and the scandal of it all. And uh, your name, uh, Malus, gets mentioned in in passing as well uh, as having been on some of those expeditions and uh, you know the the obviously unqualified uh, uh, team members and so forth. And that kind of happens over the course of, you know, a lot of articles and a lot of newspapers and whatnot. So is this, this lady Lexington, she's just like, what, well, she has so much, like, negative PR about us. Yeah. That's the explanation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the newspapers couldn't possibly be right. <laughs> <laughs> Good, so that is the fifth, and then we move on to the sixth, unless anybody has anything else they would like to do. No. 
No, I'm ready to set sails. Yeah. Well, except for that thing I had to do for more, but... Is there any last-ditch attempts to try to find some of the missing expedition members from the previous expedition? Did you guys exhaust all those leads? Well, that was kind of Thomas's ball game, so I don't really know what the plan was there. Yeah, I think it kind of hit a dead end there. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that particular person, at least, that, that we were looking for, that that did seem to to hit a dead end. I think if if anyone has any suggestions as to how we could could pursue it further, it seems like there might be someone in the area that handed off that note. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least yeah, at least I mean maybe what we could could at least do we could we could try and see if we could find pictures of the um, of the last expedition I mean it must be possible somewhere to get those because I mean at least they have they have pictures of the entire you know roster here right well if we if we went to Miskatonic University they probably have it in their archives sure yeah, yeah so the, I mean the university I'm sure has pictures of everybody that went on the expedition yeah yeah Let, let me just read this crazy note again. Yeah, but I mean, even... Like, he took it, right? Starkweather, he yeah. took the note. Yeah. Well, I uh, memorized you, it. Well, you know, you just handed it over. <laughs> yeah, so you have to delete it from your inventory. Uh, I, well, I don't really care about these things anymore. I just want to get on the boat and get going, but... Um, you guys do what you need to do. Well, I mean, then, then again, I mean, to be quite, you know, to be quite honest, you know, because, uh, you know, I think, you know, our our players, or no, not our players, our characters, rather, you know, they're not really believing anything untowards yeah. is going on. So they just think that there's a crazy person who gave us a note, right? I mean. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. How, how, however, there was like some disturbing signs. I mean, this is an omen of some kind, right? This is just a, a little sign. Uh, but in last session, the conversations that Thomas had with the previous member, I'm just looking at my notes here, what I wrote last time. Um, he got he got the information from a former crew member, Mr. McTay, that mm -hmm. Mr. Getney from Danforth or Mr. Getney or Danforth went mad. Somebody on the expedition had gone mad. Yeah. And, and they yeah, packed uh, in a straight jacket in the manifest. I think Getney is dead. I think wasn't he the, the one that they found dead? I th no, he went uh he missing. He's the one who's missing. He went missing. Yeah, we 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 discussed there's even a possibility that maybe he's still somehow surviving out there. It would be good to get a, a photo of him to yeah. know what he looks like. Because he escaped from a home. I mean, he went mad, he was put into a home, and then he escaped from the, from the home. 
and the crew were referring to the mountains on the on the pole as the mountains of madness. I don't know why, but somehow this the, the mountains of madness seems like a clue of some kind. I don't know why. <laughs> Uh, meter much? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, and then Professor Peabody from the university who had met Gedney, and he, I think he had actually been on the mission as well. He just said we shouldn't go, and he just seemed all right. <coughs> just seemed pretty depressed about the whole thing. Yeah. So th there, there were some bad omens coming. Uh, There's yeah. a bad vibe coming from that angle. And now a crazy person turns up with a note that seems 100% crazy. Well, with Turn all the attention this is getting, I really don't see how we could avoid stuff like this. I mean, um, I, the, the fact that we don't get more yeah. is probably what should be strange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but I think I think that's I think that's right. You know, I I think our characters, or at least my character, will just think, ah, oh, you know, there are lots of nutcases out there. Yeah, I yeah. think so too. I mean, uh, how superstitious would we be? Is anybody like particularly? I'm I'm absolutely not. I'm a scientist. You're a scientist, yeah. I'm trying to figure out if my character is. <laughs> I don't think he's particularly superstitious. I have even written down that I'm specifically not superstitious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, I guess you're not. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So some. So some how movie. how can you still believe in the greatness of France? <laughs> <laughs> Don't test me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll throw you off the rails, the ship, when we're out to sea, and nobody will miss you. Ah, that's not true. That yeah, that woman you ripped off, she might miss you. <laughs> well, she won't know for six months. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> player to player. So, uh, <laughs> Hyler, I, Put I, him don't up. Think, I don't think we have anything else. Oh, I forgot to give you this handout, actually. It, it appears in the papers on the third. More new people. Well, Tom, you already know who this is. Ah, okay. Okay. So I see. J.B. Douglas. Is this the same uh, captain who took the previous expedition? Yes. See, so there's nothing crazy going on. There's still people from the previous expeditions who wants to go back. Yeah. Okay, excellent. Great. Good stuff. But why why do we need to see this in the newspaper? Is it, don't don't we actually don't they actually tell us information like this or uh yeah, so in, on, I'm sorry, I forgot to 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 show you this before. So uh it when it gets uh, when it comes into the newspaper it gets announced as well the same morning at the morning meeting, um, and um, and Moore says, uh, uh, you know, as some of you have have read, uh, 
we're lucky enough to have um, employed uh, Commander Douglas, who also uh, went on the Miskatonic University expedition and uh, commanded uh, the Brig Arkham into our services. And he's he's going to arrive later this week um, and uh, and join us. Okay. Right. Bravo. Bravo. Good experience is good. Because I actually, I, the reason I didn't prep this was because I wasn't sure whether, whether we were going to get through all the manifests as <laughs> <laughs> <It was> fast. Because <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Oh, when you said it was controversial, I thought it was going to be something with Cuckoo's Ku Clan or something like that. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, no, it's not controversial in that sense. I just, I just hope we actually get to use our knowledge of our equipment on board for something useful after this. On the morning of the 6th, you pick up the newspaper. Jesus. Oh my god. Oh no. Huh. Well, what do you know? Mm. Well, that's a bad omen. How do you explain that, <laughs> Belcourt? So he's survived by his brother, Philip? There's going to be a memorial on the 8th, so before we leave. Ah, oh, yeah. Good. That might be a chance to talk to his brother, if he'll be there. Philip. Well, that was a bummer. Jesus. It was like, yay, we got a new cap, good captain. Uh, no. oh. <laughs> that was a bit lost in the expedition. Okay. The very disturbing news. Very unsettling. So, um, that morning, uh, neither Starkweather or more appear at the breakfast. Jesus. Leadership in time of crisis. Don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as you come down uh, into the lobby, the, the desk clerk uh, says, uh, oh my, crazy day. Uh, the phones have been ringing off the hook all day or all morning since uh, 6 o'clock. Oh, why have they been How come? Ringing? They're because of the, the death of Commander Douglas. I read it in the paper this morning. It's tragic, tragic. I'm so sorry. Why on earth are they ringing this hotel because of, of that? Uh, because it was announced that he was joining the uh, expedition a couple of days ago. So they're, they're calling yeah. to talk to Starkweather and more. Are these I mostly know. reporters calling? Yeah. And is, is Starkweather taking the call? No, no, I don't. I don't think so. Hmm. Okay. I wonder if this expedition is really going to happen. Uh, do we have a replacement captain? Uh, who is who is going to go in his stead? Well, we demand to know. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, the desk clerk uh, says, I, I don't know. I don't know. I have, I don't have no answer. <laughs> Speak! God damn it! Speak, clerk. Bye. Okay. What about that woman? Has, has she turned up yet? Charlie Whitson? Yeah, she, yeah. She's, uh, she showed up. All right. She's well. staying at the hotel, has a room there. Well, now what? Well, what well, day is it now? Are we on the 6th? Yeah, it's the 6th. Okay. Leaving in three days. That's a pretty short timeline. Well, I guess it's the last chance to go uh, and get drunk. <laughs> well, there you have it. Well spoken. <laughs> Even by a Frenchman. Let's uh, Let's go. Well, you still have work to do. I just remind oh. you. Oh, <laughs> it's, just oh, like, it's not like, oh, the teacher didn't show up. We get to take the day off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm just reminding everyone there's like uh, two days left on shore. So, you know. Um. Well, like I said before, I have nothing left on my agenda. Actually, I had, but he died. So. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think you know. I, I mean, we obviously need to hear something from uh, from Starkweather, right? Remember also yeah. that the the manifest work is actually work that goes on across many days. Like, so you probably still have right. work to do at the docks. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. Maunus is still down on the docks racing tents. Yeah, yeah. I'm on, <laughs> I'm on tent tent forty two now. It's fine. It's fine. Good tent. You go down to the docks, uh, Maunus. I don't know if anybody else goes down there. Sure. I try to hang out down there most of the time anyway. Yeah, I mean that's where you're where you're supposed to work anyway. So when are the airplanes gonna arrive and get loaded into the cargo holds? So they arrive in the third, fourth, fifth, uh so they arrive probably on the sixth actually, yeah, today. Okay, I'll go supervise okay. the unloading. So you all uh you all kind of saunter down to the to the docks and um when you come down there, you find that uh, it's actually the gate's locked and there's there's nobody in there. Uh-oh. Okay. It's not a good sign. Well, that, that's... Oh, rather... Does that mean we can go to the pub now? <laughs> we bought all that good sour cream. Yeah. <laughs> Give me yeah. Uh, sense trouble tests against... Uh, Ooh, sense trouble tests. Sense good trouble tests. Um, I got ten. But how how do I? So the way it works uh, is just a reminder. Like the ten is that's the pool that you have that you can draw from. So you can add those points on top of your roll to um, to improve your roll. It's like a boost, a plus. I mean, I mean, what do you mean sense trouble? It's it's pretty obvious, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, in addition, right? Okay. So, what is the roll? So the roll is just a d6, and then if you, if you want to spend points, uh, you can you can do that. Can we all? How, how can we do a, a joint spend so we can like help out? Uh, you know, there are some rules for that. They probably won't be necessary in this for this roll. So okay, so let's say that I use three of my ten sense trouble points. When do I get these back? Uh, so general abilities uh, refresh every twenty-four hours. 
and all other abilities, uh, skills, uh, refresh uh, at two points in the campaign. Yeah, you should definitely spend them since we're just kind of going through days with not a whole yeah, lot exactly. of activity. So, yeah, generally yeah. you can just spend so, whatever you want. I'm going to spend all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have You're 10? only rolling a d6. <laughs> okay, well, you... So, <laughs> that's definitely... That's definitely... Uh, Boom! You definitely <laughs> do, do I die of fear? <laughs> so, uh, 14. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm, st I'm still seeing your uh, the One Ring uh, avatars in the chat there. It's, I just gave up on it, man. I, I changed it everywhere I possibly could. Uh, yeah. yeah. doesn't work on the dev server. No, it's annoying. All right, so... Well, you definitely make it because it's a difficulty two level uh, or difficulty level two. So uh, you you kind of notice as you uh, as you stand there in front of the the lock gates that um, uh, you see some some uh, people kind of loitering around uh, the area. Um, and uh, at first, you anyone kinda, we know? Well, uh, it, it takes you just a second to realize that they're they seem to be uh, journalists. Oh, <laughs> run away, quick, quick, <laughs> to the pub. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm not really sensing trouble, am I? I'm more like just understanding that there are journalists around. Is that it? Yes. I mean, uh, <laughs> but that and might be. And there went all your points. But that might be trouble. <laughs> right. Okay. It's okay. It's a learning. It's a learning period. Yeah. It's not okay. It's <laughs> not that common, and it doesn't happen to a lot of guys. <laughs> so, uh, what what are you you're trying to leave the area again? Yeah. So it's it, it's locked off down here by the docks. I mean, we can't actually, we don't actually have access to the ship. Is that correct? That's right. It's locked. So, is there a guard there? Uh, yes, there is. Uh, All right, let us in. Yeah, I'm just looking for his name, but I guess he's not part of the crew. No. Uh, no he's so what's a... what's going on? I need to go to the ship. Well, we we locked off the whole dock uh, on Starkweather's orders. Uh, uh, where nobody's nobody's coming in, nobody's going out. Where, where is Starkweather? Well, nice of them to tell us. I don't know. All right, look, I just walked in there. <laughs> well, that's exactly it. You work here. I need information. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't. I don't have any information for you, buddy. Jesus, tough crowd. Um, ah, well, at this at this stage, I take out my flask and I I I I, I enjoy a, a, a wee dram. You, uh, I, uh, I, I, that's uh, totally illegal. <laughs> what? Are you I'm crazy, Magnus? Dear Wimsy, Good grief. let's get let's a grip. Walk. <laughs> uh, at, at this point, Jens, uh, uh, because you you got an unprecedented fourteen in your role, <laughs> <laughs> you notice uh, that uh, some of the some of those newspaper guys uh, kind of they're starting to kind of pay attention to to you uh, over there. Right. Okay. Well, I, I guess I'm going to go have a chat with them. Or not. Well, they might know something. We don't know anything. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yes, hello, I'm a member of the expedition. I don't know anything. What can you tell me? Yeah. Right, you'll be popular by this, Magnus. I, I can see it already. Oh, well, yeah, let's, let's not talk to the press. Let's go back to the hotel. Come on, let's go, guys. Yes, Magnus, I, I'll, I'll take on the sleeve of Magnus and <laughs> you try can raise the rest and of the pull him in the right direction. Uh, all right. So, th so they're just loitering, these, uh, these journalists. That's what they're doing. That's it. Ah, but this, this whole this whole situation is fupa. We're locked out. The expedition leaders are gone. Our captain. Yeah, is but maybe dead. we maybe we should try and find the expedition leader rather than tell the press. Yeah, we don't know where he is either. Well, yeah, I mean, you sense them by, by, by rolling a sense trouble. Right. <laughs> yeah, that should, that should give it me. Doesn't seem like you should go there and talk to them. Sense right, trouble. Okay. Okay, I'm being dragged dragged away, and the smell of that uh, that booze in Lord Wimsey's flask is also a yeah. little bit enticing. <laughs> Everybody, give me stealth rolls. Stealth rolls to sneak away from the. Well, I can. Uh, I'll give a stealth plus four. I, I guess. And two. Yeah. Plus Wait. Two. Where is ah? Okay. I can't remember how you roll, though. There's a rolling icon on the toolbar on the left-hand side, the 20-sided die icon. Toolbar, what? Do it there. Toolbar on the left-hand side. Oh, yeah. Plus four. Does it show my, oh, it show my roll? Oh, that's a d20. That's probably too much. <laughs> that seems a little much. <laughs> Did it show my roll? I think so. Yeah, you rolled seven, right? I just don't see it. Oh, I'm nice. a five. You, you have to go to the chat if you're not. Oh, there. okay, there it is. Yeah. All right, uh, Rask. Yeah. What? Sorry. Uh, what? Stealth. Stealth roll. Stealth. To sneak, sneak away. away. Oh God. Um. All right. That's well, maybe I shouldn't have have started on the flask. <laughs> so um, you all kind of uh, saunter off, except for our Lord Wimsey, who uh, who manages to to not saunter off. <laughs> he turns to look at us, and we're all sauntering off while he's standing there. <laughs> Hey, wait a minute, guys. Where are you going? Hey, wait for me. Uh, you hear uh, from across the street, hey, there's one of them. <laughs> okay. And these guys uh, with uh, trench coats and notebooks and uh, uh, cameras and, the, you know, the, the stick you hold with the flashbulb. Good grief. <laughs> Come running. I blame you, Magnus. Well, he's... he's Todd, uh, Lord Wimsey, run. He's stealthed away. Uh, Can I... Can I flee? <laughs> That's what I have a lot of points in. <laughs> sure. Um, I will allow it. Sure, you can flee. Give me a give me a flee. All right. So so if I want to spend extra points, yeah. I I add. You know, I can add as many points I have of you know of those I have. Right. Yeah. So if I have eleven points in these, and I really you know, is it a good is is it a good idea to use all? 
Who's peeing? Who's peeing? <laughs> <laughs> just water. It was me. But it wasn't me. Yeah, so, All right. yeah, so you can spend your points and just subtract them from the pool. I'm trying to flee. So rarely, rarely the difficulty will be more than, uh, you know, four or five. It depends. This would normally yeah. be a contested uh, uh, die. Well, I'm, I'm fleeing. Uh, I got a nine. So, so you just start running down the street and all the reports, hey, hey, come back. I think it's that whimsy guy. He's like, I get him better. <laughs> Then he yeah. passes right by us while we're all stealthing away. <laughs> yeah, and he's just going to flying past us. Wait, wait a minute. Vincy, oh, oh, where are you going? <laughs> so you're, you, just, uh, you just haul your ass uh, down the street. and exactly. uh, his arms flailing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, you make it down the... Uh, I muted to cough, and then Tom coughed just to say the same time as me. <laughs> um, okay, so you, you managed to get away, and the, you, you, kind of, uh, you kind of hide in a small alley or behind a, a garbage can or something. You see the reporters kind of, you know, where did he go? Where did he go? Why did he went this way? And they kind of disperse into the, into the streets trying to, trying to find you again. Yeah, well, upon all that excitement, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting the flask again, I can tell you that. It's empty. What? No! <laughs> uh, damn it. So, um, yeah, well, what do well, you... Well, I'll, I'll try and meet up with the rest. What did, where did you guys uh, go off to? Uh, back to the hotel. Okay. You're, uh, you get back to the to the hotel, uh, 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 Pierre. You're the first uh, in the door, and um, as you go to the room, you see uh, there's a couple of uh, reporters lounging in the hallway as well, and they seem to they, they don't uh, they don't recognize you. But um, as an expedition member, it seems like they're just kind of ignoring you. But they're they're kind of positioned in the hallway so they can see Moore's uh, Moore's door, and they're just kind of loitering there. Okay, uh, um, I'm just gonna yeah I don't know we can get rid of them by say, like saying out loud something like ah it's a good thing we just talked to more down by the docks. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Nice. As we stroll nice. past and walk uh, up to our rooms. <laughs> it's a good thing we just talked to more down at the docks. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, you managed to drop a nonchalant uh, hint about it. And uh, and after after a few seconds, they kind of disappear out the door and goes, okay, down to the docks, down to the docks, quick, get a cap. All right. Uh, okay. I'm honest, ready to uh, go to the Antarctic. So just let me know when I, your guys are ready. I'm just ready to go to that memorial. I guess we just yeah, we need like some guidance from our leadership, and other than that, we'll just plan on pressing forward. But yeah, the, so that, let's memorial. also be careful now. What what day is it? Because I think on the eighth we should probably attend that um, a memorial. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And we need to make sure we get refilled your bottle, Wimsy, and uh, what else? That's of the highest priority. <laughs> I'm sure the hotel can facilitate you. So you um, you kind of stand around in the hallway. Uh, talking a little bit about what to do and whatnot. And then uh, you start to notice that you can hear noise coming from the floor above. 
Noise? What kind of noise? Crowd noise. Uh, we are in the hotel? Yes. And can we hear what they're talking about or just that someone is talking? No, it's like a crowd noise. Yeah. Upstairs? In the upper floors? Yeah. Also, they're probably crowded wow. around their doors. Let's investigate. All right. Um, All right. You walk up the stairs and uh, to the fifth floor, which is where uh, Starkweather has his suite, and it's just complete chaos. There's uh, reporters uh, filling up the hallways and flash bulbs going off, and um, this, the air is kind of thick with the smell of hot glass and uh, cigarette smoke. And uh, you can see a few guests that are trying to pack their bags and escape uh, with their luggage uh, down the in the elevator, but it's just they're completely uh, uh, stopped by the reporters who are like holding the doors and asking them questions. Um, and inside of the rooms uh, on the on the fifth floor, there's uh, all the room doors are open. You see reporters kind of everywhere uh, using the telephones, and um, the door to Starkweather's suite is uh, open, but uh, you can't actually get in because it's there's people everywhere. It's completely filled with uh, investigators. Investigators. Sorry, um, uh, I misread. Journalists. Uh, reporters. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> investigators. And um, and you can't hear anything. It's just like over the the din of uh, the the noise of the people. Yeah, what do you what do you do? Do you do anything? So so the room to Stagweather's uh, the door to Stagweather's room is open. All the and doors people are, just, are open. people are just walking in there. Yeah, people have walked in there. It's completely filled with reporters. So what are they doing in his room? Wouldn't the door be locked? They're trying to interview him. Like they're everybody is he in, there? in there. Yeah, well, maybe it's hard to see because they're so full of people. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go have a look if he's there. Well, I'm I'm not really gonna do anything. We're just sort of like trying and blend in and sort of like see if I can get a feel of what's going on. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna bash my way through and see if he's there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bashing. Battle axe. <laughs> No, just push my way through. I just want to make sure they're not invading his room and he's not there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whimsy, you, uh, you're kind of hanging back a little bit and you notice um, down the, the end of the hallway there's uh, a guy kind of sitting uh, on a chair, uh, you know, with a chair tilted back a little bit and a rumpled suit and a stained hat, cleaning his nails, ignoring the rest of the crowd. Maunus, you... you you battle your way <laughs> through the through the reporters, and uh, uh, it's just a, a complete chaos, a crowd of, of noise and, and people shouting questions. And as you get into the room a little bit, you you can kind of see Starkweather in there, and he's he's uh, you know answering questions left and right and uh, trying to oh. trying to uh, answer everybody in, in turn uh, to the extent possible. Right. Well, okay. I guess he has the situation under control then. Yeah. When when I when 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 you can get when you're back uh, to me, I think I would like to to go have a quick chat with uh, that 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 suspicious looking fella. Okay. Uh, you go down there, and uh, he kind yeah. of looks up and and. Uh... Um. Hello, old chap. Can you tell me what's going on here? Oh, I was. Uh... I was hoping you could help me answer the same question, actually. 
uh, he, he gives you... Uh, well, I, I know next to nothing. I, I just got here, and, you know, there is a, 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 a hell of a kerfuffle, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm quite curious what all these people are doing here. Who are you? Oh, uh, allow me to introduce myself. Hi, I'm, I'm Detective Hansen of the NYPD. Ah, flee! <laughs> <laughs> I think you spent all your points on fleeing. That's a little suspicious if you do that, I think. <laughs> just get around a bolt, just run. <laughs> he, he says, uh, uh, would you mind just walking in here with me? Uh, I, just, I have a few questions. Maybe you, like, you're, you're an expedition member, I think. I think I saw you in the newspaper me? the other day. No. Maybe you can help me answer just a few questions. What kind of thing did you have in mind? Uh, well, if you could just... Uh, uh, I mean, I, I may be ever so slightly loosely associated with, uh, but I... I I'm not part of the leadership. Uh, I have uh, uh, no stake in this whatsoever. <laughs> if anything has gone wrong, it's nothing to do with me. I'm from Same England. Disclaimer. I don't even live here. I don't even understand your language. <laughs> <laughs> Pierre and... Um, uh, God, I forget your name. <laughs> Off the bat. William. Um, you're, kind of, you're standing next to... Uh, uh, next to him as he's asking, he's like, uh, "You guys are you guys are with him, right? Can you can you just follow me in here as well? I just I just a few questions. No, there's nothing uh, to worry about. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> yes, sir. And he kind of, hey, uh, you guys, the reporters in the room, like, can you can you just give us the room for a second? Uh, and they they leave him begrudgingly or leave the room begrudgingly. So he he closes the door. Um, so so could you uh, where were you guys uh, last? Last night at around midnight, uh, if you could just and he starts, he takes out his notebook. Well, if I know myself right, <laughs> I was probably drinking, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know if I can tell the man that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I was here in the hotel at midnight. Um, I had turned in at that time. Okay. Okay. Uh huh. I, I assume this is regarding the this latest tragic news of the death of our. Esteemed captain. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's right. And your name is? Uh, William Avery. I'm a pilot on the expedition. Okay, okay. Pilot on the expedition. He's writing. He's, he kind of writes everything down as he, go, as he goes along. Oh, did you know uh, Did you know Commander Douglas personally? No, um, and we just heard a few days prior that he had joined the expedition. We were quite excited to have his level of experience on, on the trip with us. Mm -hmm. And then the blow of the, such tragic news, uh, what a horrific event, the fate that befell him. Um, we're certainly willing to cooperate as much as possible and hope, hope we can bring to justice whoever's responsible. Oh, that sounds, that sounds really good. Um... Well, I'm always happy what he with, said. <laughs> with yes. cooperative uh, <laughs> people. So what, what about you, uh, Mr. You, Mr. Belcour? Does that sound right? Belcour. I think I saw your photo in the newspaper as well. Um, yes. Uh, well, where were yes. you? Uh, well, I'm from France. You were in France yesterday? I'm, no, no. Um, um, but no, I was here at the hotel, I guess, uh, around midnight. You guess, or you know you were? You know you were here. Well, well I don't be... exactly remember the time I left the docks, but 
I imagine you're so. hesitating a little bit, so that's right. I'm yeah, but anyway, hesitant. Uh, 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 like like <laughs> the others, I'm 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 a little st a little startled by the startled by the bad news, and and uh, he would have been a wonderful uh, captain. And, and and to be honest, I don't like we were just at the docks, and it's all closed, and uh, it's all very very confusing. Mm, mm -hmm, mm. Did any of you know uh, that uh, Douglas might have had any enemies or, or uh, people who would want him? Uh... So what you're trying to say is that you have no clue who did this? I'm not trying to say anything. I'm asking questions. All right. Because it sounds like you don't know anything. Well, so, I mean, even... we never we never met the man. So unfortunately, we didn't even have an opportunity. I to had him the fuckiest. <laughs> so none of you ever met him either. No. Okay. I suggest you go and look for evidence where the crime happened. Uh huh. Yes, you tell him, Frenchie. Uh, and what was what was uh, Douglas's relationship with uh, with Starkweather and Moore? Do you know? No, absolutely nothing. Sorry, old chap. Mm. All right. Well, if you if you hear anything, uh, then. I'd love to get a call from you. I'm uh, I'm always available. Just you can call down downtown and, and tell them. Or otherwise, we're sorry we can't help anymore. We would like this crime to be cleared up as soon as possible. Well, we'll work on it. We'll see what we can do. Um, Maybe um, competing competing uh, expeditions, or who knows? Yes, I mean, I I I think that our French friend there is, is onto something. I mean, this is most cl clearly a, a heinous crime by that awful, awful woman. Uh, what's her name? Lexington. I suggest you, 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 you look there. I'm sure you'll find your killer. Mm -hmm. Well, that does sound like a serious allegation. Uh... Oh, it's no allegation. I'm just saying, you know, just dropping a little hint. What makes you, what makes you say that? Well, I mean, I think it's quite clear that, uh, uh, you know, Starkweather and Moore, they, they've been uh, uh, planning this expedition for a long, long time. Uh, and, you know, an expedition like this is a, is a great undertaking. Um, and I think it's a tad suspicious, uh, if you ask me, that uh, she announces so suddenly that she's going. Uh, I think it's quite clear that her intent has been uh, vicious competition uh, towards uh, Starkweather and Moore right from the beginning. I, I think that lady, she has a lot to answer for. And I, I, I suggest you go find out what it is. Well, that's, that's duly noted. Uh, definitely duly noted. Um, <clears throat> he, he scribbles a little bit more. Since uh, the commander was uh, hired on with you folks, I thought maybe you could tell me where he was, uh, where he was put up. He wasn't staying at, at this hotel. Oh, I've uh, never even seen him. I happen to know he was staying on this hotel. What? What? At this hotel? He, he, I talked to the desk clerk. He says he doesn't. No, 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 not at this. Uh, I, I give him the uh, name of the actual hotel. Well, at least I know he was planning to go there, but I don't know if he actually made it. Oh, okay. Uh, he takes the. He writes it down. Um, Aha, Bill Cord, you were the only one who knew where he was. <laughs> and you're French. And you're French. Uh, so it's the Westbury Hotel. But did you know? Did you? Did you know, Tom, what hotel he was supposed to stay at? Yes. 
How, how do you know that? So you well, well, are you asking him that now? You're not there. I'm um, telepathically trying to communicate <laughs> this, but if you don't allow it, okay. You start hearing this uh, incomprehensible Norwegian voice in your head, uh, Pierre. It's very odd. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, he, he, uh, he says, oh, that's great. Thank you so much. Um, that, that's, really, that's really great. Um, so uh, I'll see if I, can, if I can talk to your boss. Well, anything uh, we can do to help. And of course, uh, do keep in mind that I think everybody is... Planning on shipping out on the ninth, you know, nice, you uh, and and of course we don't want anything in the way of that, uh, if possible. Well, I mean, we we're we've got. Our I hope to respect that. We've Thank got you. our best people on the uh, on the case, so to speak. Uh, we'll, New York's we'll, finest. We'll do I'm what sure. we can. All right. He he said he kind of uh, thank you thank you very much, and then he he leaves. Um, well, I mean, I think I think it would be quite in order to speak with Starkweather. However. It looks like he has plenty on his hand yeah. at the moment. So, I mean, I I suggest that we, we find a, uh, what do they call it? What do they call it? A bird, a stone, a, bar. a coffee. Well, no, I mean, no, I mean, because because under the prohibition, they're illegal. So they have, they have speakeasy. like a, a speakeasy. Yeah. yeah, well, speakeasy we find a speakeasy bar. then. I mean... Drink the afternoon away. <laughs> and think of a better thing to do. Maybe throw some dice. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Starkweather's room is open and is full of reporters. What about Moore's room? Uh, Moore's room on the fourth floor is uh, locked. Uh, I go up and knock on the door. Um, there's nobody there. Oh, uh, that's all I got. Uh, actually, you were well. You were in Starkweather's room. Moore was in the same room. He was also talking to the journalist. Oh, okay, okay. Ah. Uh, is it possible to like whisper a word to either of them that doesn't go to the reporters, or is it so chaotic that that's not? You can't really whisper in the room, and there's like there people are shouting and, and yelling, so it wouldn't right. be right. Well, okay. Well, I stay in the hotel then and uh, wait for an opportunity to talk to either of them. Mm -hmm. After after a few hours, the uh, the journalists start to clear out a little bit, and um, and you you can you can talk to uh, to more. Okay, well, more. What what is going on? The ship is uh, locked off, and uh, the crew is uh, nervous. Are we going to sail? Are we not? Oh yes. Uh, he's kind of wiping his his brow for sweat, and uh, he seems like. You know his his clothes are, you know, wrinkled and and uh, and whatnot. Uh, he seems to have been uh, not really had time to to think about much else uh, today than than just answering questions from journalists. Yeah, the uh, we 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 had to close the dock down. We uh, we didn't feel it was safe after what happened to to Commander Douglas, and um, but we we still we're still planning on on sailing uh, on the ninth. Absolutely. Um, do do we have a captain? Uh, we're we're working on it. Uh, we we have some offers out right now, and, and we'll 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 find somebody. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah, it's most most unfortunate. Most unfortunate. Uh, yeah, who I don't know who would have done this. Who would want to hurt Commander Douglas? It doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me, but. 
it's very tragic. Mm. Now all that's left is to find a new captain, and uh, I'm 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 talking to uh, Douglas's brother, and and uh, uh, if if it wouldn't be too much trouble, I, I'd like to go to the funeral, uh, which uh, is on the eighth, uh, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, if it wouldn't be too much trouble, if if you could join me there, that that would be that be really, yes, of really good to show the face of the expedition and, and whatnot. Certainly. Uh, now, if you will excuse me, uh, I'm going to go and try and see if we can open up the dock again and and get get people back to work. Okay, I'll uh, accompany you to the docks then. Okay, great, grand. Back to the docks. So the docks get reopened later in the day, and uh, uh, the stevedores get called back and whatnot. The, the reporters are everywhere; they're they're lining up outside the gate, and kind of uh, the police have to be present to to cordon them off and and uh, not have them uh, stream into the docks, uh, the dock area, and whatnot. Um, and and you go back to work, uh, you know, sorting through the manifests and uh, calling various suppliers and whatnot. And the little detail of loading the airplanes. And the little detail of loading the airplanes, which arrive on the, what was that, the 8th? Is that the 8th? No, you said today. Yeah, that's right. So they, uh, they're they sitting on train cars. So the, the dock, if you remember, actually has train uh, train tracks. Mm. And the, uh, the train cars uh, pull down from the train station uh, after the docks get reopened and, and onto, the, onto the dock and get all the various... Uh, 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 parts of them get loaded onto the onto the ship by crane, and um, unless you have anything else you want to do uh, at night, you um, you go to uh, a Spigisi. Was that your plan? Yes, that's always the plan. If yeah, when there's no nothing else we... to do, that's the plan. Right. Yeah, it's the last time we'll be able to have our easy access to alcohol, so we might as well make well, the best of it. A little, uh, some shore ladies before uh, it's time to go off to sea. You know. you arrive back at the hotel um and um uh as you you're kind of walking in with uh with more um uh and you you see uh the desk clerk uh tim kind of calls out uh to to more hey hey doc uh, how do you like the stamps on that package huh and more kind of says excuse me what package Sure, yeah, all the palm trees. Yeah, it's pretty neat, huh? I don't, I don't think I received the package today. Well, s- someone signed for it. Uh, it was special delivery. Uh, I sent the guy up to your room. He left about an hour ago. Uh, okay, thanks. Uh, and more kind of goes up to his room. Um, so as you're as you're uh, entering your rooms, um, you hear more kind of. Gasp as he goes into his room. Check it out. So yeah. You you come down to the room and you you can see. Into his assistant, yeah. Yeah, you can see that the, his room, which is normally he's very a very tidy man, like he he's a, a clipboard where clipboard uh, carrying guy. Uh, his room is uh, a complete mess. Hmm. Don't touch anything. Let the police check it. You can see the all the drawers are open. Uh, there's you know paper lying on the floor. The the bed linens uh, you know have been mussed up. Uh, somebody somebody seems to have lifted lifted it up to look under it. Uh, and Mork just kind of stands there looking at it. Um, what what could be missing? 
Mr. Moore? <clears throat> I, I don't I don't know. Okay, we should call the police. Yeah, we'll just uh, call the police. So. Uh, he, he goes to get the phone uh, from the hallway, and he, he calls the police. And it, it seems, um, you know, nobody, it doesn't seem destroyed. Like, it just seems to have been searched, the room. Um, I don't know if you want to do anything before the police arrive, but... Um, well, I'll try not to spoil the... Spoil Does someone have evidence collection? Uh, Forensics or evidence collection? I have none of that. Thomas has a lot of those. Yeah. So actually, yeah, multiple people have... Uh, Bjorn, I Tom? have four. Tom, you have a three in evidence collection. I do? Yeah. And uh, according to my investigator matrix. Oh, I have a two. Two? Yeah. I have four. Yeah, definitely check and see if you can get a clue. Yeah, so... I want to collect evidence. So you... uh, Ten. You don't have... There's no role here. It's an an investigative skill. Uh, And you don't... You don't have to... You shouldn't use your points on this either. Uh, It's enough for you to just say that you use it for now. All right. Um, Well, I mean, you... So... You can use it just by kind of standing there a little bit and looking at. You notice that it's been searched. Uh, it hasn't been. It's not been like torn apart, uh, SS style or anything like that. It, it's a, almost kind of tidy in the way it's been searched um, or ransacked. Mm. Anywho, so uh, the police uh, the police arrive and uh, and start asking questions of, of Moore and Tim and. Uh, uh, Tim says uh, that uh, well, there was there was a courier from uh, the uh, U.S. Post Office. Uh, you know, he arrived earlier uh, today, and uh, I don't know whether whether more was in his room or not, but uh, uh, probably not because he was so busy. So uh, I just sent him up, uh, and uh, you know, normally if you're not in your room, I'll, I'll sign for it and keep it for you. But uh, the the guy, uh, you know, just there was a guy who just came came down, and uh, you know. Uh, yeah, I figured. I figured well, clearly, that it. was our perpetrator. So we need a very detailed description of what he looked like. Mm-hmm. So let's see if I can find that. Well, I mean, you're. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know uh, who would have signed for the package. I just the USPS guy would. You know. Did he have a round, shaved face? The the USPS no no he uh, no he didn't uh, hmm. he was more of a I don't know stubble stubble looking guy. Uh, Professor Moore, were you expecting something specific? No no not at all. I, I think uh, everything that we that we need should be arriving at the docks. Uh, I wasn't waiting for anything here. No. Maybe the post office can has a record of where the package originated. And we can well, maybe it's just it was just. A, but there's no package here, is there? Yeah, I think that was just a ruse to get through the hotel lobby. No. Oh. Yeah, well, but the, uh, the desk clerk said he had a package. So. Yeah, I think the 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 U.S. postal guy. He was carrying a package. Yeah, yeah. The, the, but he didn't hand over the package to anyone. He was just sort of like carrying it just to look the part. Oh, I see. No, the, we're yeah. 
the Tim, the desk clerk, says, no, 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 it's, I know this guy. Uh, he's the USPS guy. He's Jack. I know him. He's, he's here all the you time. You know him. Well, he's the, he's the guy who delivers post, the mail guy, the mailman. He's here all the time. Nah, the okay. plot thickens. Hmm. So this is certainly the most suspicious expedition I've ever been on. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> That'll be boring if everything went perfect, right? <laughs> it would be a little, a little boring. Yeah. So we <laughs> we managed to make it through the uh, manifest. So that wasn't so bad. No, it could have been worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it, it's uh, th this was interesting. I mean, it's cool to see a little bit the this investigative side of uh, of the Trail of Cthulhu coming out now. The, the I mystery think it's out. unfolds. Yeah, it, it, it's working out really well. The sort of this, this slow suspicion that something is not quite as it's hmm. as it's supposed to be is nice, really nice. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of a lot of loose ends uh, kind yeah. of flying around a little bit. So. Um, Cool. What did you, uh, just out of curiosity, what did you think of the, the manifest part? Fucking weird. Weirdest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's just so extensive. Yeah. And in the end, it's like, I thought it would be like some huge clue. Oh, no. Yeah, but oh, no, 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 there's no payoff. The sour wait, cream, wait till, uh, wait till next session when we, when we have to do all of our taxes before we leave. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, maybe the payoff is later. That I mean, you, you certainly you get you get a clearer idea. It's like as part of like understanding the setting, it's quite effective because you yeah. you become much more conscious of all the little details, like what an expedition is and all that. So it, it helps sort of build the the environment. But it's just totally like totally weird. I think from a role playing point of view, it's like really weird. But I, I don't know. I in a bizarre way, I kind of liked it. Oh. <laughs> That's of course you would, Jens. <laughs> but then I also love doing my taxes. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not my. I'm not big on that. Yeah, you want to do mine? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, it it's definitely the part of the campaign that for me I was I was the most dubious about because there's a lot of different opinions about it out there uh, for people who've run it, and I mean it does it does serve a number of purposes, um, and I, I I do find it kind of weirdly interesting, but it is definitely one of those. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you could drag it out for a long time if you wanted to yeah. role play through everything and like, you know, here, make all the calls, talk to all the people. Yeah. Like, yeah, then what do you do? Then what do you do? Uh, and it, it, so, you know, I, I chose to go through it a little faster than I think it could have been done, but I, I, I think it, it probably is better for it. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Otherwise you could spend yeah. Yeah, sessions on it. Uh, yeah. but, but yeah, it's, of, of all the things I've seen in games, you know, it's probably the most contested thing. Like, there are people who hate it. Like, uh -huh. hate it. Uh, uh -huh. So, so anyway, made it, made it through that. Can't get much worse. So those are probably <laughs> the kind of people that are like, come on, where's the dragon? Yeah, exactly. I think uh, if, you're, if, you're, if you're coming in, you know, expecting, expecting uh, you know, a lot of uh, shootouts and, and whatnot, then it's, it's very different from that, so... So anyway, um, cool. I'll set up a doodle and uh, we'll... You do that. We'll find a time. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay. 20 seconds. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Have a great Take day. Care, weeks, everybody. Yeah, you too. Cool. Yeah, you too. you too. Cheers. Bye. See ya. Bye. Ciao.